Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Early Bird Chat number 146. I am your host, Gizzard Gary, and it is Sunday, August 14th, 2022. So welcome one and all. And uh, before I introduce my panelists, let's look and see who's out there this morning. I see Sam of Anarchy is in the audience. Tactical Thud, Buck from Arkansas is out there. Kingpin is in the audience. Ozzy Orsborne is out there. Good morning, Ozzy. Rich White doing double duty. And Brian Bridges is out there. Uh, Mike White says good morning, everyone. And my good buddy, the gun snob from Oklahoma is out there. We are also joined by Reloading from the Hot Pot. BS, Bernie is out there. Graham 90, the Reaper, is in the audience. And MC is also in the audience. So, welcome one and all to the show. And uh, let's uh, introduce today's panelists so far. We have one of our uh, one of our men on 18 wheels who is headed home let's uh, say hello to single shot good morning if you're hello? out there there you are yeah i had a temporary loss of signal there good morning to you and uh and rich and good morning to the chat there on the side hope everybody's having a great day beautiful day out here in uh northeastern new york 75 degrees a few thin clouds up there but not too bad and uh, i'm finally rolling towards the home location boy there's a nice old pontiac two-door too oh nice very nice um hauled three loads this week this turn two of them was oh three of them was uh heavy i i got four instead of three that's my mistake now it's uh time to go home for a couple of days <laughs> so uh <clears throat> we're gonna try to get a few things done up there this time maybe get in a little bit of shooting there i've had some ideas that i want to put on the video so we'll see how that turns out and we'll be riding along here listening. Hope everybody has a good one. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for the invite. You bet. Uh, I've had a few more people jump in on the audience. DM Foss is out there, speaking of the overnight. Uh, Mike is out there in the audience. Constitutional Carpenter is out there. Chris from the 740 is in the audience. Uh Sam of Anarchy is out there saying hi to a bunch of people. Uh, let's see. Uh, New York Outcast is out there. Good morning. Uh, BWAT75 is out there. Hopefully, I haven't missed anybody. Uh, let's say hello to our second panelist who comes to us, as always, from the mountains of West Virginia, the host of the Unloaded Media Channel and This Week Unloaded program. Also, uh, Saturday Night Wrestling Chat. And he's a reviewer also. Let's welcome Rich White. Hello. Good morning. How's it going, Rich? 
Yeah, not too bad. Wife had her surgery on Tuesday. She's doing pretty good. I mean, all things considered. And, you know, hasn't had any complications or anything, so that's always good. Good. Glad to hear that. That's mm. good news, Rich. Good to hear it. Very good news. Yeah, they almost had to keep her overnight. When she first got the surgery, she was having problems going to the bathroom when she first woke up, and they wanted her to use the toilet before she left. They almost had to catheterize her and keep her overnight, but then uh, they didn't. So I guess she finally was able to go, so they let her go home that day. So. Having had that fun experience, uh, I'm glad she didn't have to have that done. <laughs> Let's put it I had to have it done twice after gallbladder surgery. Oh, and, uh, I had to have it multiple times when I was younger. <laughs> uh, if you think you felt pain, um, <laughs> what, what's bad? What's bad is when you get used to it. Oh man, I don't think I could get used to it. Oh, believe me, after a while you get used to it, and it's that's the scary part. My Not mother, been there, don't want to be. <laughs> my mother and my stepson were in the waiting room on the other side of the floor and could hear me there. So <laughs> yeah. at one point I had to self catheterize because of yeah. everything that was going on. So yeah, you, you actually, believe it or not, you actually can get used to that. Yeah. Well, I know they sell the stuff for home use, but it's like, yeah. man, I cannot imagine. That does not sound like fun at all. Looks like tacos and French fries is out there. The uh, the quintessential American breakfast, <laughs> tacos and French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can think of worse things. I, I would eat tacos and French fries. I like them both. And yeah. I've never had them in combination, but I'd certainly try it. I don't know any place that would sell tacos and French fries. but I, Unless I guess you were with a Taco Bell that was combined with some place that sold fries and so they like, might. Uh, wouldn't Jack in the Box sell both? They I wouldn't might. know. We don't have those around here. Yeah, I, I thought they had tacos there. Yeah, I don't know. But he says this morning it's eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And there's nothing. Oh, that's good. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, Abigail Finnegan is in the audience. Good morning, Abby. Morning, Abby. Good morning. Uh, Chris from the 740 says seven minutes in, and we're already talking about food. No wonder I'm so fat. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, everybody except Rich because he's got a tapeworm. But, uh, yeah, let's see. MC says Taco Bell KFC combo in West Michigan. I've been to those before, not not in a while, but they are around. <clears throat> I guess that'd be all right. And yeah. uh, some Taco Bell at some times of the year, I do believe, sells fries, don't they? Yeah, they have the nacho, the nacho fries. fries. Yeah. Those are good too. Yep. My godson is six foot five. He weighed about two hundred and forty pounds at the time. And he'd sit down to a Thanksgiving dinner, and he'd put the groceries away, buddy. I'd look at him, and I'd say, David, where in the blazes are you putting all that food? Well, I'm stuffing my face. I, yeah, I see that. 
Not that I was against him having a good meal, but mm -hmm. holy smoke. <laughs> that kid was only like, I think, 18, 18, 19 years old. Time. Yeah, my son could do that when he was younger. He he puts on the weight now, but he didn't used to. Yeah. Wow. Um, talk, talking about the Taco Bell KFC combos, there was one small town around here that had a Taco Bell Pizza Hut and KFC combination. It was the only fast food restaurant in town. There used to be a truck stop between here, somewhere on I-70 in Missouri, that had, I think it was around Kingdom City, that had, uh, yep. um, they had uh, Pizza Hut, and I believe it was a Popeye's was in the same place, which I thought was a heck of a combination. Yep. I stopped at that petrol before. That's a nice stop. Oh, yeah. Uh, block nine is out there. Says good morning, Gizzard, and everybody. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary, they're not Joe Fries. LOL. Well, <laughs> I know what you're saying now. Constitutional Carpenter says, also, Dairy Queens in Texas sell tacos and fries. Really yeah. Yeah. interesting. They don't hear that. I know. Getting back to the combo things on Route 51, PA 51 between Pittsburgh and Uniontown, there are two different gas stations that are combined with a restaurant. One is a Sunoco and a Dairy Queen, and the other one is a Golf and a McDonald's. Hmm. And they're full size restaurants. It's not like they're one of those little quick. Yeah, it's not one of those little limited uh, menu kind of uh, little. Things that they do in gas stations sometimes. These are full fledged oh, yeah. McDonald's and Dairy Queens that are in these gas stations. Wow. Bernie says about 20 years ago, I found a KFC Taco Bell combo that was buffet at lunchtime. Hmm. Uh, Tacos and French Fries says it's a Texas thing. LOL. I live in Florida now. And Abby says, I don't eat much fast food, but if I do, I'm getting something from Natural Kitchen or Bento because I love sushi. Huh. Don't know that I've ever heard of either one of those two places. No, neither but, have I. I. You know, we there's a lot of things we don't have here in here in the the great state yeah. of Kansas, so Bento, that would be named after those little lunch boxes, the little Japanese lunch boxes. If you've ever seen I'm those, I'm not a fan of sushi. I'm just not. No, me. That either. doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make it wrong for you to eat it. Ah, uh, tacos and French fries says I've noticed the ammo prices have started coming down in my area, but I mostly order ammo online. I was in a gun shop on. Uh, Friday, and boy, their their ammo prices weren't coming down. Let's put it that way. <laughs> still proud of it, huh? Yeah, they're still proud of it. Sam Vanarchy <laughs> says, "I just had sandwiches, and you're making me hungry for McDonald's cheeseburgers." I'm sorry. Two two three DMR says, "I don't eat fast food hamburgers anymore." Uh, Constitutional carpenters say, "Yeah, Dairy Queens in Texas." Hit different. Mississippi doesn't have tacos. Mm. <laughs> and Abby says, uh, did you get a complimentary gator and bag of bath salts when you moved here? <laughs> wow. 
Uh, tacos and french fries is also out on sushi. Uh, that's plenty for everybody else. Brian G says hello, Gary, and everyone. Howdy. Yeah. Speaking so. of Dairy Queen, have either of you guys tried the pretzel sticks they have at Dairy Queen? I haven't. Just I'm salty. A, I'm a Too chicken strip. Salty. I usually always get the chicken strip meal when I go through the Dairy Queen. And I alternate between fries or onion rings with that, but I just love the gravy they put in there with it, and their chicken strips are awesome. Yeah, next, mm. next time you go to Dairy Queen, as a side, you know, get one, get an order of their pretzels too, Gary. Okay. With I'll the cheese that. dipping sauce, their cheese dipping sauce is really good. I'll do that, but I probably better go inside to eat that. That sounds like the kind of thing I probably shouldn't try to eat and drive. <laughs> uh, Abby says uh, Natural Kitchen is right by Railroad Square and Gay Street here in Tallahassee. Okay. Uh, Echoes Reloading Chambers out there. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How is everyone this fine morning? Uh, Doing good. Pretty darn good here. Now, Abby says chicken strips are great when you're driving. Yeah, they are. You just got to yep. watch that the breading doesn't go down into your seats. But <laughs> just got to eat careful. <laughs> I, I did that on uh, Friday. I uh, grabbed a meal to go out of town, and I had about a 30-minute drive to the city I used to live in because I closed my bank account. So oh. I thought, well, I'll grab lunch, drive there, do that, and come back. Uh, reloading from the hot pot says Dairy Queen canceled the mushroom and Swiss burger around here. That's real. Oh sad. man, very that sad. Sucks. I love those things. Vanessa Kitty is out there in the audience. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning. I'm, I uh, almost well, missed Vanessa rolling by there. <laughs> Sorry, about I that. uh stop at some of the Love's Travel Centers now. And they have uh, Hardee's and Carl's Jr. in there. The menus are just about the same between those two restaurants. Yeah. And they have that mushroom Swiss burger. Oh, my goodness. Is that good? Well, that, Messy. Yeah, they are the same restaurants. They're owned by the same people. It just, yeah. just depends on where you live, whether it's a Carl's Jr. or a Hardee's. Yeah. So we have another outcast in the audience. New Jersey outcast is out there. New Jersey. And he says, morning, y'all. Hope everyone is doing well and enjoying their weekend. So, hey, John, how are you doing? Weston Probst, the winner of the Friday Night Foul Territory giveaway, is out there. Oklahoman. Good morning. Um, And Vanessa Kitty is asking, any company in the USA still making brass wood screws? I would like to think so. Mm, yeah, but I think get them at Lowe's. Lowe's or Home Depot, I think. Uh, TJ Persickety, speaking of Florida, is out there. Morning, gents. Good morning, Hi. TJ. And uh, Constitutional Carpenter says that's like rallies and checkers. Yeah, very similar situation where you have a chain that goes by two different names, but very similar. Mm. Uh, Vanessa Kitty says snacking on popcorn. Hmm, nothing wrong with that. I hope that's what she meant. I mean, well, popcorn. I doubt if it's popcorn, but that I guess on, on Sunday that'd be something. all right. But. That's a little too much information there. <laughs> I suppose so. Uh, let's see. 
And uh, John says, I'm okay, just a little crazy with the move, trying to get things done and ready uh. to go. <laughs> Reloading from the hot pot says, is it holy, Vanessa? I uh, kind of wondered that myself. Uh, tacos and french fries says, we have checkers here in Florida, not my favorite. Abby says, three Floridians in here. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all over the place. All over the place. Now, 223DMR says, I wonder if the Huddle House and the Waffle House are the same. I don't Pretty much. So. I don't Pretty know much. that they're exactly the same thing. Their menus are different. Uh, Huddle Houses tend to be in truck stops primarily, so. Yeah. More of a diner type thing where Waffle Houses... Well, I haven't eaten in a Waffle House in a long time. They may have changed. Oh, that's good food, too. Both have oh, good food. As I, I recall, I, it wasn't bad, you know. Yeah, I'll have uh, those uh, nacho cheese and bacon bacon bit fries, too, occasionally from Hardee's. Those are good. Now, MC says, I missed the deep-fried apple nuggets checkers used to sell. They went great on ice cream. Huh. Hmm. Abby says, the checkers on Beach and St. John's Bluff in Jacksonville is disgusting, so avoid that at all costs if oh, you're down gee. in Jacksonville. Uh, Vanessa says, I'm, I moved to Gulf Breeze, Florida at one point. Tara Smith's kitchen is out there. Hey, Tara. Loading my, loading my truck to load my truck. I have a preloaded trailer on the yard. Deliver 9 a.m. Memphis. I can't eat truck stop food anymore. I carry my food. Nothing wrong I, with that. Yeah, I do mine mostly. Abby says, Denny's is Waffle House for people who can't fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made that same comment. Somebody else's chat. Maybe mine on Friday. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, Rob D, he says, I wasn't thrilled with checkers in Florida. Now, Echo says, I used to repossess cars in Jacksonville. There's a lot of nasty places in Jacksonville. LOL. Mm. Vanessa says, I pretend to be Floridian when I visit. I get found out in December when I'm not wearing a coat. <laughs> yeah. That could be. So we're getting along real good. We got 30 people. Out in the audience, Vanessa says, been banned from Denny's in Enfield, Connecticut. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Oh, my. Uh, Bernie says, San Antonio, Texas has a restaurant chain called Jim's. It's very similar to Denny's, only better, in my opinion. Huh. Hmm. I haven't Vanessa, been there. I'm coming up through Danbury right now. I haven't been to San Antonio in quite a while. Mm, My sister here. tells me that she's going to, they're going to start wintering there starting in October. They're going to live there October through March because I've got uh, two nephews and a niece in that area. So uh, I might have to go down and visit. Wow. Especially if I'm lucky enough to be retired by December. And we'll see. I might have some traveling I can do. 
You going to take advantage of that plan? Uh, that's a very good possibility. Yes, sir. Well, look, <clears> there <throat> you go. They, if they'll let me, I'll probably yep. opt in on it. Uh, I don't yeah. see why they wouldn't, Gary. Well, they've got they've got limits, but uh, <clears throat> I should be all right. Uh, Taco says, Gary, you're retiring. Congrats. Yeah, they're offering an early retirement plan incentive type thing, and I'm pretty sure I'm eligible for it. So I'm going to try to opt in. I I can uh, opt in for it next month, and then I'm told in October whether or not I'm accepted or not. And if I am, then I'll be out of there by mid-December. So uh -huh. hopefully... Now, uh, Tacos and French Fries says, Florida is like Texas. Big differences in the state. Um, Abby says, lots of nasty people in Jacksonville, too. I tend to stick to my own side of town. Never been in Jacksonville. Yeah, Vanessa know. has relatives in Jacksonville. Weston says, San Antonio is awesome. <laughs> and the Gunstop says, I'm going to start wintering on a nude beach in Florida. He'll have plenty of room after he takes his clothes oh, off and gets everybody away. Well, everybody will, you know, the kids will come up and try to throw water on him. Yeah. I think try and throw him back in. Yeah. <laughs> TJ <laughs> says, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Snob said he was going to do that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, all you got to do is get down to South, Pad South Padre Island Drive at night. <laughs> See all of that you want. MC says, I've been looking for a winter place around Panama City, Panama City Beach area. Uh, tacos and French fries says, opt in to opt out of working. There you go. You've got it. Ozzy says, I turned down a job at a printing company in Danbury, Connecticut back in the 80s. Huh. Uh, Vanessa says, if I get to Brothers in Fort Worth, I will also take military space available to Hawaii and back. Uh, Bernie says, uh, Arizona has some nice oceanfront property for you, the gun snub. There you go. <laughs> now, Abby says, uh, South Beach, Miami has a nice topless beach. Plenty of beautiful women. Huh. Uh, Ghost Tactical's out there. Good morning. He says, I try to make every beach a nude beach. They don't like me very much. How you doing, Ghost? Uh, Echo says, the problem with the nude beaches in Florida is that they're all 60 and 70-year-old men and women laying out on them and an occasional 20-year-old. <laughs> you know, you just got to be aware. You know, nude means nude for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Uh, I see Outcast Outcast is out there. He says Outcast Assemble. Weston says North Padre is pretty nice, not as many people. Yeah. Uh, Ghost says they keep saying there's nothing to see here. Not sure why they are so mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So just a reminder to everybody 
Oh, looky there. We got somebody new out there. Gizzard Gary Chat made me fat is out there. <laughs> Says I'm getting hungry. Well, that's a new guy for sure. I um, haven't had too many people name their channels after me. I'm flattered, whoever that is. And I love the avatar. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, I'm just going to remind everybody that uh, if you're not a patron and if you're not a YouTube channel member, you can, uh, if you want a link to jump in on the panel, you can just send me an email at info at gizzardgary.com and I'll email you back a link and we'll get you on here that way. So don't feel like you're left out just because you don't have a link. Uh, okay, so... Vanessa Kitty says, Bird Isle Basin, Padre Island National Seashore is my go-to camping on beach. I don't know about camping. I've never camped on a beach. Yeah, have I. Doesn't make it. by a lake. <laughs> There's a lot of things I haven't done, though. I haven't jumped out of an airplane, and I haven't jumped off a bridge with a bungee cord tied around my feet either. But, and the <laughs> chances of me doing either one are slim. <laughs> yeah, same here. Let's just say that. Uh, Tara Smith's Kitchen says, I was in Orlando over 20 years ago. I was on OBT looking for that shitty truck stop. A 400-pound woman wearing nothing but a muumuu lifted it over her head and shook everything at me. Welcome good to Christ. Orlando. Wow. That's, that's, that's scary. Very <laughs> scary. Right. Tony well, York is out there. You don't have to worry about looking for a truck stop anymore. Tony York is out there. Good morning, Tony. Uh, Tony! Constitutional Carpenter says, Camping on a beach is great. Ocean breeze keeps it cool at night. I suppose so. Mm. Abby says, Jumping out of a perfectly good aircraft is not a natural act. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she she understands. Uh, Vanessa says, Camp Inlet Side. Padre Island camp 14 days twice a year, but not since 2007. I am behind schedule. I guess so. Uh, Buck says, I got drunk and passed out on a beach. Does that count as camping on the beach? <laughs> well, hmm. It's close. How about that? <laughs> you spent the night there, I suppose. Tony says, I, too, have passed out on a beach, Mr. Fudd. I have not. Nope. I've, I've passed out places but never on a beach. <laughs> yeah. Tony says, and on the lakeshore in Chicago. You're a very experienced fellow, Tony. Man, passing out anywhere in Chicago could be a dangerous proposition. Well, that's true. I... I have had a few drinks in Chicago, but it's been many, many years ago. Now, Block 9, he says, 83, legal drinking age 18. We would go to the Spanish Galleon 
All you could eat fried shrimp, $5. And they had $2 drinks with the umbrellas in them. Well, that was some good times back then. I had 70 shrimp. Good crate. Sam says, I missed his comment to single shot. Well, I didn't do that on purpose. Let's go back and see. Well, he does say, oh, Gizzard Gary, single shot. Safe travels, buddy. There you go. Thank you, sir. We'll do our best. Sorry about that. Now, Vanessa said, we need channel bobbleheads. Hmm, that'd be an interesting. <laughs> Abby says, never been to Chicago. I have no plans to go. Yeah. You could drive through it. I'd do it during the day for sure. Uh, yeah. Now, Vanessa says, my folding tripod stool came out nice. Yeah, you were talking about that last week on the show. I have to send a picture of that. Yeah, uh, Vanessa. need a picture. Definitely need a picture. Because I was sitting here imagining the thing in my head while you were working on it. So uh... Now, Bernie says, beachwear is optional. I can't stand the never-ending sand you find everywhere for the next six months. Uh whether you wear beachwear or not, you're probably going to have sand showing up places sand shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I see gun websites is out there. 20th thumb up. I thought I already thumbed up this show. Well, I'm glad you did. Glad you did. Uh, DM Foss wants to know, would a Gizzard Gary bobblehead be life size. Mm. Close. Be pretty close. <laughs> yeah. You probably set it up on your dash. Yeah. Uh -huh. I heard it. Other country heard from. Tara says if camping on a beach, pay attention to the tide. Also, when parking on a beach, pay attention to the tide. I woke <laughs> up on the hood of a friend's truck and swam to shore. Wow. <laughs> That could be bad. <laughs> I think in reference to the sand, Abby says that's why beach towels are important. Yes, they are. Uh -huh. Vanessa said I made my first ever post on my YouTube community page of the stool. Really? Check that out. Might have to do that. Let me see if I can find it here. By golly, she did too. I'm gonna let everybody look at that. Hopefully, she doesn't mind. Uh, I don't think she'll mind. It's out there, the public can see it. So, uh, it says the leather tripod stool is a success, it measures 26 inch seat height as planned. My leg from top knee to floor sitting. It's 26 inches. That allows my butt to be angled above the kneecap. This helps on standing. Oh, I totally understand that. Uh -huh. That is pretty cool. Looks good. I like that. All right, so I've missed a little bit of the chat going on here. Let's see. DM Foss says, Gizzard Gary with Kung Fu Grip. Boy, I wish I had a kung fu grip. <laughs> Tell you what, with the arthritis I got, 
I darn sure don't have a kung fu grip. Uh, let's see. Tony says, I found I like the woods more than the beach. I do. Vanessa says, I paracord lashed the legs. That works. Okay, so any of you gentlemen, any of you gentlemen bought any guns or done any shooting lately? Nope. Any shopping for guns? I did when I was home the last <clears throat> time. I went and looked around the gun shop on uh, Friday. I figured since I was back in the old hometown, of course, I had to stop by my old gun gun store. Oh, which yeah. is really the only gun store in this part of the state, other than the big box stores. This is actually a real gun store with lots of guns and accessories and stuff. So oh, it's a yeah. place you'd want to shop in. And uh, it's not, <coughs> you know, it's not like uh, Academy where you got a bunch of people buying sportswear and stuff. This is just a gun shop. So, yeah. yeah. Closest I got to going. Even window shopping was looking up that uh, new P365X macro. You actually saw one in person? No, I was looking online at it, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure about that. You're basically talking about a, P3, a P365X slide and what amounts to a P320 grip module. Or at least the size of that, but it does put you in mind of the 320 grip. Yeah, it still it still has the width of the P365. They basically took the XL frame and made it longer and put a regular pick rail on there instead of that stupid proprietary thing that they stole from HK. Well, now I actually ordered the the P320 frame in the small size, so it probably is very similar to that. <clears throat> Because the medium was just, a, it was doable, but it was fairly cheap. Those 320 frames are fairly cheap if you want to change the size on them. So I yeah, custom ordered a small one. And, and it's got that uh, the new slide, the um, one that's got the building compensator on it. So Tony says, I did inform the missus I was going to buy myself one of those Keystone Crickets. Or a savage rascal this morning. Uh, Bernie says, uh, just a friendly reminder, remember to smash the thumbs up. Thanks, man. Constitutional Carpenter is trying to avoid the gun show today. Don't try too hard. Uh, MC says, I'm surprised to have over 5,000 views for a 22LR Beretta 21A video. Fun little gun. Wow. You'd be surprised what people will watch. Um, yeah, put your videos out there. Let people decide. Maybe they'll like them. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary, I hope with your arthritis you're able to still carry and shoot your guns, and it's not bad enough that you can't. So far, it's not causing any of that. Let's put it that way. Um, the only problem is when I get real tight on my grip, but for the I just went shooting a week or two ago, and uh, I did just fine other than 
joints were a little sore. Of course, I was shooting a, an LCR, and uh, yeah, those things tend to not be very forgiving recoil-wise because they're so light. Tara Smith's Kitchen says, my next video will be my 100th. Wow. I don't wow. have enough subs for a community section. We need to get you there. We need to get you there. So, yeah, go out there and subscribe to Tara's channel. And uh, let's uh, get her up. Actually, hold on just a minute here. I can do this. Watch this magic. Well, if I spell it right, I can. And here you go. There is a link to Tara Smith's Kitchen. So if you're not already subscribed, go out there and subscribe to her channel. Um, okay, let me back up in the chat a little bit here. Tony says, I want a very light squirrel rifle. Uh, what, like a 22 or something like that? Marlin 60 would work. Uh, Travis T's out there in the audience. He says, gun shows around me have been disappointing. That's a shame. Defense mm -hmm. Dad says, I see gun people. Good morning, Defense Dad. Morning. And, uh, he sent me a picture. And so... As he is wont to do, <clears throat> he sent a picture of his breakfast. So uh, there you go. Uh -huh. And uh, we have another panelist out there. Let's welcome Captain Codebook. Good morning. Checking hey, in Captain at the background today. <laughs> so what are you up to? Well, we're checking in at the fairgrounds. We got the goats and the chickens checked in, and now I'm uh, I'm getting food. That sounds good. What kind of food they have there? Um, the usual uh, breakfast sandwiches and whatnot. But I, I mixed it up because they just started lunch too. So I got cheeseburger with a fried egg on it. I did both. Oh, that sounds good. It's delicious. Heck yeah. It's delicious. I'll mute my mic so it's not background noise here. Alrighty. Uh, Vanessa says, I will use handguns even if I must attach it to the messed up right arm. Tara says, all the parts were finally in for my bike. Yeah, there you, yeah go. there you go. Constitutional Carpenter says, those SIG AXG aluminum grip modules from Wilson Combat are looking pretty slick. Yeah, seen those. Abby says, gun shows aren't really my thing. Last one I went to was just FUDs with Bubbid Mosins and Tards with Amazon Special ARs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ozzy says, Tony, that's why that's why I got the Henry Classic 22 LR lever rifle. Uh, yeah, you can get a squirrel with that. Tony says, go to Wanamaker once. Yeah, I think everybody should go at least once. Those Henry Classics are nice. I have one of those, too. Yeah, I'd love to have one someday. They don't maybe. cost that much. <clears throat> you want to buy me one, then? I can't afford to buy myself another one. How am I going to buy you, you one? You said they didn't cost that much. Come on, <laughs> yeah, they don't cost that much, but I don't get the money to buy one. <laughs> well, I thought I'd try. 
that. Uh, Vanessa says, early on in the damage, I asked Docs to just cut it off and gave me cool attachments instead. Well, like, yeah, kind of like uh, Bionic. Uh, let's see. DM Foss says, the P365 comes in 80 now. Yeah, he meant 380. 380. Oh, okay. Damn yeah, it, that was yeah. there we that go. One of the 80 like, caliber, man. That's I kind of scared you. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was one of those. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. She doesn't want to be on. That was one of those scoops I had gotten at the Great American Outdoor <laughs> Show before a big hack to my phone. <laughs> So, uh, Rob D says the 795 is cheap, light, and accurate, Tony. Talking about Marlin. Uh, Gizzard Gary Chat made me fat, says now we're talking. Show me damn breakfast. Uh, <laughs> Fence Dad said had to get a proper start to the day. Going to be redoing the studio area today. <laughs> Tony says tubular mags only. Two Gun Kitty, the catnip outlaw, is out there saying good morning. <laughs> DM corrected himself, 380. Yeah, I'd much rather shoot a 380 than I would an 80. Although I'd love to uh, love to watch a video of somebody shooting an 80 caliber. <laughs> the 80 caliber you need a tech stamp for. You probably yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd shoot that of a handgun for damn sure. Tony says, oh, sheesh, two kitties. Yeah, two kitties. Well, two guns. The kitty has two guns, mm. I think. Yeah. Heading to gun show in Mesquite, Texas now. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Tony says, look, I have two... Two goes an eight eight one a nine eight one a BL twenty two and some that are for the grandkids. There you go, sixties. Okay. Uh, MC says I have a. Is that supposed to be Kiapa? I'm not sure. Twenty two little Badger break action bare minimum requirements to work as a rifle. Block 9 says, in South Padre, we were told by the park ranger on one beach to watch out for the rattlesnakes. They come out at night from behind the dunes. Wow. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good place to camp. No. Now, Abby says, 80 is less than 245s put together. That's true. Now, Two-Gun two Kenny asked a question. A good question is, 380 obsolete. With all the high-capacity Micro 9s now. I don't know. There are still some people that are very recoil-sensitive. But you got to be careful about that because with the very tiny 380s, they've got just as much recoil, if not more, than the 9s. But if you can get a 380 in a decent enough size, say like a Glock 42 or something like that, or even a 365, ought to be all right. But uh, it all depends on what you want. To me, and I went from a 380 to a 9, and uh, to me, there's not a whole lot of difference shooting them. I love shooting that uh, 365. But uh, 
your mileage may vary on that. <clears throat> Definitely ammo is cheaper for the 9mm than it is for the 380. Now, Vanessa Kitty says, anyone ever move really large diameter oak logs? There are several I'm trying to figure if renting equipment to get them is feasible. I have not. And I'd rather not. Uh, Abby says, that moment when I realize I'm going to have to go through Alabama when I move. That could be. Uh, Defense Dad says, for a cheap plinker, I'm a fan of my Rossi RS-22, $129, pretty accurate and reliable. I got one of those in a combo with a Taurus handgun a couple of years ago, and I gave it to my son-in-law because I already had my Marlin 60. He didn't have a 22 rifle. I said, everybody ought to have a 22 rifle. Oh, yeah. So I gave it to him, and... He seems to like it a lot. So, yeah, I think everybody ought to have a twenty-two rifle. Just, I mean, as a kid, all us kids had twenty-twos, and that's that just brings the joy back into shooting. If you can't afford to do anything else, grab you some twenty-two, go plink. Yep. Plus, you could go get you a squirrel if times got tough. Oh yeah. Uh, Tony says I am wanting a three to four pound rifle for squirrel. Now, Vanessa says, could I make my cane into a 50 cal incognito? Hmm. <laughs> that might be tough. <laughs> Tony says, I carry a 380. Uh, Defense Dad says, 380, you mean diet 9 millimeter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. DM Foss says, I still carry a Walter PPK in 380. I still have my Glock 42. I carry it every once in a while. Also, my Taurus TCP. I'm not opposed to carrying a 380. In my pocket right now, I have a 38 Special Revolver. It's not exactly a powerhouse either, but it'll get the job done. Wow. Uh, Ozzy says, I have a couple 380s. Tony says, it hits what I want to hit. That's the important thing. If you can get that thing out, put rounds on target, and you're confident with it, that will work. You're not exactly going for bear out there. Uh, now, if you're up in the Alaska wilderness where people are going to have five or six sets of clothing on, you might have to penetrate some stuff. But on the average American street, you're probably fine. My opinion. And I'm not a professional. Uh, Vanessa says, what type of fair are you at? Our regional fair opens in September, the Eastern States Exposition. It's the Huron County Fair. Oh, okay, County oh. Fair. Cool. Yeah, it's the County Fair. So... It's the, the mini carnival, all the vendor booths, and then the entire 4-H thing for the entire county. So we've checked in an art project. Um, our meat chickens, which one of the, we had two crates and one of them was overweight, so we're not going to be able to participate in the sale. And then we get our fiber goat that's here for show. And then um, over in the um, commercial slash expo booth, um, 
one of the conservation leagues I belong to, the Fitchville Conservation League, has a booth out there. So I'll be working Friday night handing out uh, brochures about our free handgun shotgun classes and stuff. So. Now, does your county fair have a carnival? Ours has not in several years. A, a carnival? Yeah. I mean, it's got like 10, 10 of those rides that you wonder how they pass the inspection every year. But, yeah, it's got a carnival. So. <laughs> well, evidently, according to our county officials, it's pretty difficult. There's just very few carnivals around in this area, and they're pretty much booked. So... They haven't had much luck booking anybody in the last several years, so they just held the fair without it. And I know a lot of the locals have been complaining about it, but if you can't get they, one um, in, you can't They make more staying at home, making unemployment, than they do work in a carnival, and they don't have to travel. So that's right. – no, I'm serious. That's, they, they have a shortage of staff, too. So, oh, yeah. Believe uh, it or not. Yeah. Yeah, Travis uh, T says, I'm thinking about changing my channel name to become more searchable. My name is ridiculously common on YouTube. And, uh, real quick, I looked it up because I couldn't remember for sure, but uh, a cane gun would require a tax stamp because the ATF considers them to be an AOW. Yeah. Let's see. Constitutional Carpenter says a log hook is a nice thing to have. Vanessa Kitty says white oak at five and a half inch diameter, longest is eight to ten feet. Hmm. Wow. MC says, uh, talking to Vanessa, we have over 100 dead oak at our gun club. Many hands make the work easier, along with a loader tractor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike says, my first 22 was a 10-22. Ruger, of course. Um, Abby says, it'd be doable, depending on the 50-cal cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa says, I can get the hands and maybe lift equipment. Well, there you go. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. friend of mine that passed away a few years ago, uh, he was heavily into the... Uh, Thompson Center contender encore like I am. But I would have loved to have inherited his collection. He dreamed up what uh, what did he call that thing? 5070 or something like that. They take a 4570 cartridge, a case, cut it down, and they load a 50 BMG bullet in that thing. I says that thing must kick like a like a bull moose. He says, yeah, it does. He says that thing is a handful. So, so there's your 50 caliber pistol right there. <laughs> there you go. It's a <clears throat> wildcat. Now, Defense Dead says to Tony, "Are you sure a three to four pound rifle is the best for squirrel? I'd want something a little heavier if you want them to clear the infield." <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, Vanessa says I priced a Varstick titanium to make a cane body I think a solid one would be interesting to use and she also says cool I missed the Texas fair Tara Smith's Kitchen says best distance to sight in a 22 rifle given trajectory of the round well, it depends on what you yards. want to do with it, I suppose. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, to answer Tony's question, uh, TC Contender with a rifle barrel, 22, 22 caliber rifle barrel. That's pretty light. And it'd be just right for squirrel shooting. You usually only get about one shot anyway, so single shot to go with anyhow. So Abby says CZ457 is always an option. Oh, yeah. Nice. Tony says, I sight mine in at 25 yards. Defense Dad says, he's not doing the fair right unless he gets a funnel cake. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, DM Foss says, our state fair is in early September. The, how the heck do you pronounce that? Pull, pull y'all up. So <laughs> it looks like pull y'all up. Fair was the largest in the state. And became the default state fair. I'm sure somebody will correct me on that pronunciation. I butchered the heck out of that, and I'm sorry. Ozzy says the Glock 42 is a nice size. Not as small as some. Handles recoil nicely, and it's very concealable. Yeah, I I love carrying that gun, and very good shot with it, too. Well, i I got to disagree with one statement there, that, that funnel cake. I'm not a fan of anything but powdered sugar or sprinkles. I find the two to be weird. Now, sugar gets all over your mouth, and then it coats the inside, and it sticks. And to me, sprinkles are like the devil's food droppings. They it's like shaved crayons. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. So the devil decides okay. to mess with people. But um, uh, Project Appleseed, we sighted all our 22s at 25 meters. So that's kind of the optimal thing for for that because you'll be able to reach out to 100 yards with that anything under it there you go okay i like that 22 hornet that's fun yeah i never shot one of those that is fun i've got it in a uh, uh, pistol barrel for the contender 15 inch stainless steel and that thing will ring a 80 inch gong at 100 yards all day long all right cut the velocity yeah oh yeah so, New Jersey Outcast says, Hey, Gary, tell Captain Codebook thank you for sharing his food. I love it, but I love more losing almost 20 pounds since November. <laughs> there you well, go. Well, I can still see some of my belt buckle. I have to fill it up some more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Constitutional Carpenter says, Anyone notice 410 being rather scarce? Yes, sir. Yes. Scarce and expensive. Uh, Warsaw, Patri Warsaw Patriot is out there. Says, hey, brother, off work today. DM Foss says, it's pronounced Puyallup. 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 Let's, yeah, let's try okay. that. Puyallup. Yeah. How about that? We'll try that. See if that's right. I won't remember that, of course. Uh, Vanessa says, LOL, shaved crayons. I, I like that. Uh, Vanessa says smoked corn in the cob in the husk at the fair. That does sound good. Mm, it's good. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says Project Appleseed is a great program. Defense Dad says Project Appleseed is a good program. My range here is a host for it in my area. Now, Ozzy says my Henry is sighted in at 40 yards. 
Vanessa says, I am in target weight loss for January, maybe sooner. Very good for you. Wish yeah. I was. Uh, MC says, I have a Ruger 77-22 chambered in 22 Hornet. Very good mm. woodchuck gun. Squirrels, oh, yeah. not so much if you want to eat them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let's see. DM Foss says expensive was the 40 rounds of 450 Bushmaster for $93. I wow. Damn. Anybody so, ever heard of the 221 fireball? Uh, I haven't. No. Keep watching on Rumble. You may see one. This one. What have we got here? That one. I don't know what else he has up here. Just the four? Get quiet. Oh, we were just watching you show us around the fair. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so <laughs> she did a abstract right here. So this one's hers. And then she yeah. did the autumn tree nice. and the zebra in four different patterns. Cool. And then her perspective up there, the corner building. Now, how old is she? 15. She just turned 15. And um, oh, none of these slates are hers, but there's a local um, craft shop that saw the kids doing this. And uh, my daughter can do real quick, fast turnover jobs. So she has um, a whole bunch of slates that she's selling there for about 30, 40 bucks a piece. She's already gotten several checks back from this place because people are going crazy. She did the Christmas in July and she was doing the little baby Yoda from the Mandalorian with a with Santa hat and all this other stuff. And, and people are just buying them up. What's, what's the name of that shop? Circle what? Circle P. Circle P in New London. So Very cool. Yeah. They make slates. Yeah, she's making more money than I do right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, I, I I did something right raising her there. So. That's right. There you go. Uh, cool. Vanessa. Vanessa says Johnny Appleseed Rest Area Route Two in Massachusetts near uh, Leominster, I believe it is. Leominster. Leominster. Okay. Yeah, See, Leminster. I'm learning all kinds of stuff today. Uh, Abby says, I don't have a weight loss target. I'm just happy that I lost 50 pounds so far. Uh, I, found the, I found the ones you lost in, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> Tara Smith's Kitchen says, I went to the Czech Fest in Crosby and got depressed. It was mostly Mexican food and kolaches that seemed to have been made from rolls. My kolaches are much better. I have a video. Yes, I've seen your videos. Uh, Warsaw says Czech Fest is not Mexican food. When I hear Czech Fest, I think Czech food. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. And I'm not familiar with what that would be, but I would love to try it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, maybe it was a Czech Mex instead of Tex Mex. Maybe that might be. Now, those are good. Uh, Gun website says Kulachki is the way that's pronounced. Okay. See, I'm pronouncing everything wrong, but at least I'm consistent. 
I can't pronounce anything. So we're learning, though. Gary. I'm learning. We're learning. <laughs> I'm learning. Uh, Scott Lancaster is out there with the hashtag for the giveaway, and we are at the end of hour number one. So yeah, we got a giveaway coming up in an hour, and that hashtag is indeed hashtag EBC one forty six. EBC is in early bird chat. 146 is in the number of the show. No spaces, no dashes. And it can be capital or lowercase. Doesn't matter. Defense Dad says, I lose two to three pounds every morning. I'm not sure I want to know how. I think, <laughs> I, I, think I know and I don't want a description. Uh, Abby says, I don't count calories. I just do intermittent fasting. Also, I walk a minimum of five miles a week. So Vanessa says, what is Codebook's channel name? I don't think I have it yet. It is called Captain Codebook. Yeah, it's Captain Codebook. Codebook's all one word. So uh, I don't have too many personal videos, but I got a lot of playlists that are out there. So I might be able to go. Let me see if I can find a link for it because you're not in the text chat. But uh, yeah, I have, I have a music playlist that people like because it's got... I've got, I don't know, 1,300, 1,400 songs in it, but um, it's it's just got every type of musical genre that's out there except for opera. And um, I find a lot of uh, really regional and small indie artists, uh, some really cool cover songs and stuff like that. So if you like music, go check that playlist out. Absolutely. And I put a link out there to your channel. So, uh, All right. cool. so everybody can get to it. So... Uh, Subscribe to Captain Codebook if you want to see some cool stuff out there. Yep. And, uh, I'm going to do a couple of reviews from some of that stuff that I won because I enter those those gun giveaways. So I, I still have the Caldwell stuff that I haven't done some reviews on. And I got the Axiom Scopes that I won. So I just won a T-shirt from WTB Guns. Eh? Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. For anybody that's interested, uh, the website that I find all those giveaways at, um, it's, it's gungiveaways.net. And uh, that guy lists all the gun giveaways. So, you know, you can sign up for the ones that you want. Um, I will advise people to be careful to look at the giveaway first, because if it's a giveaway that has, you know, 20 sponsors, you're going to flood 20 emails yep. in your thing. So I've watch done it. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the ones from the, the, the GAT and the gunwinner.com, those guys, they have a lot of sponsors. But if you go to, the classic firearms giveaway or the DK firearms giveaway. Um, their giveaways are just for them. And you know, the daily entries, when you click on them, it's because you're generating traffic for their site to put them higher up in the Google search. So you don't get spammed or a lot of emails from those. So if you can see single source, um, you know, giveaway that only has so many um, sponsors or just a single sponsor, that's a good one to click on. Cause it's not going to clear your in inbox. If you, you know, decide you, you like this other one, you click on 50 billion things, well, you're going to get 50 billion emails. So I suggest getting a junk email folder. Um, yeah. You know, that's one way to do it. Um, and just uh, there's one that's on there now, uh, Bear Creek Arsenal. Right now, if, if you guys haven't entered that one, Bear Creek Arsenal is giving away each of their uppers. One winner will walk away with 14 AR-15 uppers in every caliber they offer. Holy mackerel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yes, and two lowers, a billet lower and a forge lower. So, yeah, yeah. Go enter that giveaway. 
Yes, sir. Good stuff. All right, Let's I'm going to move building, so I'm going to mute myself. Okay. Old yeah. Crankman is out there this morning. Hello, how is everyone? Says, I'm hello, going to hello. try and pick up a Sanitaire S647 vacuum cleaner today, if it is still here. Vanessa says, I just eat and exercise, etc. Uh, Block 9 says, my supervisor at work has lost almost 100 pounds on Golo. Mm, don't know what Golo is. Abby says, also helps that I rarely drink soda unless it's with alcohol. Um, now, Uplift Mofo Party Plan is out there. It says, I lost 10 pounds on COVID. Now, I don't recommend that as a weight loss option. But <laughs> yeah. For MC, obvious reasons. <laughs> obvious reasons. MC says, no opera. I'm out. LOL. Kidding. Uh, says, BCA has a great giveaway now. Uh, Defense Dad says, Shh, don't tell them about the Bear Creek one. I want to win. So far, I've got 256 entries. We won't tell them. Okay, so <laughs> no, nobody go out and enter that because Defense Dad wants to win. Uh, DM Foss says, everyone seems to be losing pounds, and I seem to be finding them. I, I feel your pain, man. I really do. Mike says, is there any other way to drink soda? LOL. <laughs> yeah, I drink mine without alcohol. I, I don't like a soda and alcohol mixed together, but I'm not a big alcohol drinker anyway. So, uh, to each your own. Enjoy, if you can. Uh -huh. uh, I just don't. That doesn't make me judgmental. That's me, what I choose to do. So, uh, doesn't make it wrong for you, too. Uh, not at all. So uh, anyway, we still got 26 people out there in the chat and one thumbs up out there on Facebook. So thank you for that. Also, we are multicasting on StreamYard.com, broadcasting to YouTube and Facebook and even to Twitch. I don't know if we have any Twitch people out there, but if you are, hello. And I also want to say hello to all the people who are listening to the replay out there on my podcast, which is available on all, all of the uh, major podcast platforms out there. So if you'd rather listen to this while you're driving down the road sometime this next week, you don't have time to listen to four hours on Sunday. You don't have to. If you're on the road and you want to listen to a podcast, now you can. So... Check it out. Uh, I'd love to have you out there. I'd love to have you drop me an email. Tell me you enjoy the podcast. If you are out there, send me an email. Send that to info at gizzergary.com. Love to know that you're enjoying it. So uh, Fence Dad says, oh, hell, that reminds me I'm actually off today. I could day drink. <laughs> I got to I gotta head out, Gary. Wife needs some help with stuff, so I will catch you all later. Okie doke, Rich. Thanks for being here. Catch you later, day, Rich. Have a good one. Block 9 says, speaking of people that drink alcohol, where's that guy that took over your show last week? Oh, Black Cat Outdoors. 
I haven't seen him since. Maybe he's still recovering. I don't know. <laughs> what you say? He's a character. What you got? I, that, this this uh this combine right here. Right? Yeah. He's a big one. Just under seven hundred. That's wow. how much these things cost. Yeah. Seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred thousand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. This this one, I mean, it's basically you just sit and it started up and it does its own thing. It's got GPS controls. You go onto your field several times, uh, map what you have, where your low spots are, where the rocks might be, swells, moist spots. Um, you know, any of that stuff, you take that chip, you load it in this thing, and it goes. It'll warn you where it is. It has uh, moisture sensors uh, to let you know as you're harvesting. It will take samples and let you know what the moisture or the content is. So if you get to a spot that's not as dry as the other, it'll suggest that perhaps you skip it and come back. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, these things are, these, these things are, are more um, computer diagnosis things than they are actual combines of the old day you know it's just a workhorse to, to pull the stuff out this this thing does everything so defense dad says that combine is the wrong color if you leave it in the field you'll never find it again yeah and then well, he says at least it's not an electric combine then he says we yeah. use red he says we use red tractors we aren't bougie Oh, <laughs> all right i don't get involved in that case for john deere thingy if it starts and it moves that's all i care about <laughs> yeah nothing wrong with a deer it is what it is what it is all right i got what i got okay uh old crankman says i've been drinking orange fago and ginger ale lately don't know how many pounds i because I'm drinking a lot lately of both. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says, I gained 30 pounds this year in the good way. Hope to get another 20 pounds next year. Huh. Mad Sexy has joined us out there in the audience. Says, good morning. Good morning. Abby says, I haven't drank Fago in a while. I never have. Don't think they have it around here. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says, my liquor store sells Fago and RC Cola. Hmm. Around here, yeah. liquor stores can't sell anything but liquor. Yeah. So. Uh, Chris from the 740 says, Black Cat is a machine. He was still going on Rich's show later that night. Oh, gee. Old Crankman says, if I had that combine, I would sell it and buy a whole vacuum shop. Oh, gee. Old Crankman says, Red Tractors, Case, Massey, Ferguson, which one? Yeah, it used to be. used to be international back in the day, but uh, they merged with Case. So, Ozzy says, the company I work for just put in a new press, $8 million. Wow. That's money. What kind of press? I don't know. MC says, anyone looking to lose weight, eat at Taco Bell once a day. It will power flush the digestive tract. 
<laughs> I suppose that's true. Defense Dad says, I'm full now. I should be moving furniture, but all I really want to do now is make sure my bed doesn't float away. <laughs> and Abby says, the liquor store in Jacksonville sells THCO pre-rolls. I don't even know what that is. I could only guess, but maybe you could elaborate. Uh Probably stuff we can't get around here. Ozzy says Heidelberg Harris is what kind of press it is. Hmm. Must be for newsprint or something. Oh, I imagine. <clears throat> Old Crankman says I'm in... I need a 1,000-ton press. It would save so much room in a car when I move. <laughs> Not sure what he means there. Abby says THCO is a cannabinoid. I figured it's nah, that's what I figured. I just didn't know if it was like something you eat, something you drink. Is it a vape? I don't... I'm stupid about that stuff, so... Oh... Uh, Rob D says one piece at a time off the company line. Mad Sexy says I thought pot was illegal in Jacksonville. Rob D says Ozzy will have his own press shortly. <laughs> Abby says Delta 9 THC is what's federally regulated. I just, I don't. I don't know about that stuff because I'm not allowed to partake right now being a, a worker subject to NRC regulation. I'm subject to testing and stuff, but mm. hey, if I get, uh, if I get retired here one of these days, you never know. Uh, that stuff doesn't interest me in the least. Same of Anarchy says, I heard vapes are worse than freaking cigarettes. Well, they can be. I've heard that and I've heard they're not too. So uh, I just don't think we know enough, to tell you the truth. I was talking to my daughter about that yesterday. I said, I don't think we know enough about vaping. Yeah, I asked that uh, young lady that got busted over there in Russia for having that stuff in her luggage. Yeah, well, that's definitely not smart, taking something like that overseas. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Rob says, Gary never gets high on his own supply. That's probably true. <laughs> now, speaking of Rob D., he's got a little side business you might be interested in, so let's take a look at it. And it is called, let me get this... Uh, well, having trouble here. Let me get this chat off of here so I can show you. Let's take a look at this place called RNL Displays real quick. RNL Displays creates beautifully handcrafted wooden firearm display kits that give you endless options to display your firearms in different ways. With an interchangeable magazine design, you can effortlessly go from a wall mount firearm display to a desk or table stand. Also, now available are pistol display stands. All products are handcrafted in New York, USA. So remember, visit 
rndaledisplays.com. So I put the link out there for Arndale Displays. Go ahead. You're going to show us something? Captain Code Okay, so while we're waiting, uh, that for the podcast listeners out there, that is R&L Displays, that is R-A-N-D-L Displays.com. So, uh, Defense Dad said, oh, thank God he went with the R&L Displays. No one wants to see Rob's OnlyFans. That's true. <laughs> uh, backing up in the chat a little bit, let's see. Abby says, depends on the vape. I prefer Bud. It helps with the pain from past injuries. Uh, Rob says, I heard Gary helped Biggie with his song. Hmm. Not sure that's true. MC says, people forget that the USA freedom stop at the border. That's true. Ozzy says, Ozzy does not have his own press and has never printed anything controlled by the government. LOL. That's good. <laughs> DM Foss says Gary doesn't need weed. He's high on life. Natural way to be. That's right. Old Crankman says, I learned something today about bowling alleys. Hmm. Okay. The first electric pin setter was made in 1946, brand AMF, model 82-10. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Bernie says, Brittany was set up. Uh, Rob D says, Defense Dead was my first member. I'm a member out there on RNL displays. Uh, Sam says, I neither smoke or vape, so I don't know. To quote Pierce Brosnan and James Bond, tomorrow never dies. Filthy habit. Uh, Defense Dad says, I never understood vaping. It was to help people quit smoking, and now we have people hooked on nicotine who have never smoked a cigarette. Yep. I apologize for the food part earlier. I didn't realize I still had my camera and uh, microphone on. I bumped it. Sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. Oh, he was talking about the OnlyFan membership Rob D was. Yeah, I'm not a member of your OnlyFans. That's for sure. Uh, Abby says, I don't use any tobacco products. That's probably the way to be. If you're not, if you're not addicted, no reason to start. But I'm not going to judge you if you do. Uh, so Bernie says, our Olympic team members don't do drugs. Come on, people. <laughs> of course not. If you believe that, I have something for sale for you. Neither do our professional athletes. Uh, yeah, right. DM Fuss says, I quit smoking 17 years ago. Yeah, I got to be 20 plus. It was 1980. Not 19. Good Lord. That's a lie. How about 2005? That's mm. the truth. So. It's 17 years ago for me. Yeah. It's been a long time. I don't miss that. I don't miss that crap at all. 
Abby says, I personally think cannabis should be treated like alcohol on the end user level. Yep. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says, nicotine is a hell of a drug to kick. Still working on it. Cold turkey. Defense Dad says, I smoked two to three packs a day for 15 years. Never want to start again. Hard as hell to quit. Haven't had one since a kiddo was born 13 years ago. Now, I what? have smoked an occasional cigar, not in a couple of years, but very rarely I will smoke a cigar. Well, that was my uh, that was my amount, uh, unless I was drinking two to three packs a day. When I was drinking, I'd go through a carton in about three days. One morning, I woke up with a coughing fit. I went to the bathroom. The uh, the ex heard me uh, carrying on. She came in. She says, "You're going to be all right." I says, "I don't know." And she uh, looked in the uh, bathroom sink, and it was all blood. She says, "Okay, you're done." Period. I had just about a brand new pack of cigarettes in my shirt pocket. She went out and grabbed the kitchen shears and grabbed that pack of cigarettes and cut it up into three pieces. I was done. Yep, you were done. Abby says, my mom dipped and it was disgusting. Dad smokes over a pack a day and constantly hacks up a couple of lungs. Yep. That's not I'm good. quit. Uh, DM says, I quit just before my son was born. And Rob D. says over 66% of all Americans are on some type of drugs legally. So add all the illegal and the vast majority of people are taking something. Mm. And it says a lot about, uh, says a lot about the state of this country. Well, the world, it's not just the United States, but, uh, yeah. MC says, unfortunately, smoking is slow to show the damage. Abby says, yeah, I've, asked him to, I've asked him to quit. He'll quit when he's dead. And yep. Hipparchus is out there and says, morning. Good morning. Morning. So, uh, yeah, we are... Uh, just about halfway through the second hour of the early bird check. Good morning, everybody out there. If we got anybody new out there, here's a wave to you. Says, hello. Uh, Defense Dad says, smoking gave me borderline emphysema. Other than I'm fat, that's why I breathe so loud. And Tara says, I remember all the old church ladies dipping their little tins of Levi Garrett. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Uh, Abby says, the old man's lungs are blacker than my favorite pair of shoes. Wow. That's sad. Very sad to hear. So if anybody's, if anybody's got anything they want to bring up out there, go ahead. In the meanwhile... Let's get a quick word in for gear websites. 
Com. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. All right. So remember, every Friday is Free Patch Friday at GearWebsites.com. They've got lots of cool stickers, patches, and uh, other items. So, uh, anyway, here we are. It looks like we've lost Captain Codebook out there in the chat, so it is just Single Shot and I. Just you and me, buddy. For the just time you being. and me. I'm not going to sing it. I don't want to do the channel strike, so. Or have people make fun of me for my singing or lack of. Defense Dad says, I smoked menthol, too. So it was extra mm. bad. Yeah. That was me. I know a lot of us did things we probably shouldn't have done in past lives and stuff. Uh, the thing is, what you do, what you do from this point forward, make the best of the time you got. That's right. Uh, don't kick yourself for the mistakes you've made in life because we've all made them, I think. Uh, now, Clovertech is out there and he says pipes are way more civilized, you animals. Uh, my dad used to smoke a pipe and cigars. Yeah. But primarily the pipe. I've tried smoking a pipe a couple of times, not lately, but uh, I just never could get into it. Yeah, but uh, I I had one and I I would smoke it once in a while. And my favorite tobacco was Balkum Riff Cherry. Stuff was good. Now my dad used to buy the regular Borkum Riff, and then he would buy this one called Middleton's Cherry Blend. Mm -hmm. And he would take those two and he would mix them together. Maybe back then, Borkum Rift didn't have a cherry, but he kind of made his own yep. out of that. And uh, then he'd put them back in the containers and have half and half in each one. And that's what he smoked. I can still remember the packages, what yep. they looked like. Uh, let's go back a little bit. Uh, Tara says, Foss, not yet. I have soup video film. Don't know about the 100th. MC says, it still amazes me the knowledge and reach gun websites puts out there. A great 2A asset. That yep. is absolutely true. Uh, let's see. Defense Dad says, just think how many more cool guns I'd have if I had all that cigarette money back. Boy, I... Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> what are they, 75 bucks a carton now, Marlboros? I think Something that's right. Like I was at a gas Gosh, station right. yesterday Mike. filling up, and I looked, they had the prices like 750 for a pack of cigarettes. It's like, I remember Shoot. when you could get a whole curtain for that. <laughs> I'm telling you, they they really they really tack it on hard. Uh, Travis T says, for some reason, I can smell it when Clover Tack lights his pipe. Uh, yeah, and I've 
I've smelled Clovertax pipe. Uh, I do like the smell of a good pipe tobacco. Uh, Rob D says, we switched to all-natural tobacco years ago. Still not good for you, but yeah. definitely better than I average cigarettes. I used to. Go ahead. Yeah, he's muted. Okay. Yeah, I lost the signal there for a second. Okay. What were you going to say? Used to, I, I used to tease my dad, and so did uh, one of the other sergeants in uh, the company. He used to smoke those El Producto Finos. Great mm -hmm. big, short, fat cigar. <laughs> he wouldn't really inhale it. He'd just puff on the thing, you know. And uh, Jim would take, you know, he'd always squelch in, aggravate the stew out of him, man. He went out there one day with a CO2 fire extinguisher, and he shot it right over his head. <laughs> Scared the crap out of the old man. <laughs> he says, I thought you was on fire out here. I said, he says, uh, I had to come out and check things out. <laughs> Dad just looked at him, giving that, you're a, you know, what? <laughs> well, we always used to tease him something terrible. Once in a while, he'd fire one of them things up. I'd fire up the pipe. And we'd, we'd be having a good time there for a little while. So, Hipparchus said, I broke my pipe a while ago. Haven't replaced it yet. Hmm. And we have, and I'm definitely going to mispronounce this one. Let's see. Umsiri Fazendo Barra. Hello from Brazil. Well, hello. Hello, Brazil. Sorry for mispronouncing your name, but I'm almost sure I did. Uh, Bernie says, hopefully you quit smoking before your lungs give out. I didn't listen to the people who matter most, and now it costs me dearly. I'm in recovery, but it's very difficult to breathe. Terrace says, my great-grandfather rolled 18 cigarettes every morning, and that's all he would smoke. I would sit at the table and help him roll them. Fond memories. Uh, Tony says, 100 here. I don't know if he's mm. talking. Probably Is temperature. The temperature? Wow. It's 88 here right now. Uh, Rob D says, at this point, a smoking habit could pay your house payment in some places in New York. 82 here. Clovertech says, not much risk with pipes. Mouth cancer maybe, but drinking, keeping your mouth wet while smoking mitigates that risk even lower. And yes, I've smoked some Borkum Rift before. Decent for the prize. Yeah. Uh, DM Fuss says, Clovertech lights his pipe when he reminisces about his trip to Mount Doom and fighting orcs. <laughs> <laughs> Rob D says, 12 to 15 a pack locally. Ouch. Chihuahua. MC says, I can remember Dad giving me a dollar seventy-five and quarters to buy him a pack of camel from the vending machine. <laughs> Uh, the Scottish Americans out there, he says, nothing like a good tobacco. And uh, Hipparchus says, it was $11 a pack near me. Insanity. I'd start growing my own if the habit still had me. 
And let's see. Clover says the paper and the chemicals in most cigarettes are the big issue. And of course, inhaling is not a good idea. Why pipes and cigars are much lower risk. Yeah. I uh, never got into chewing that. Oh, my great grandfather used to do that. Old blocks of payday. Oh, God. Yuck. Mike White says, been outside, but when I started smoking, they were 25 cents a pack. Huh. Rob D says, a pack a day for two people in my area of the cheap cigarettes would be about $672 for tax. Good grief. Clover says, the stem on one of my favorite corn cob pipes came out, came loose yesterday. I got to fix it. Pretty easy fix. Oh, yeah. Tony says that 100 was per carton of Marlboro's. Oh, okay. Holy smoke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Christmas criminy. Rob D said that math was based on 30 days, actually 28 days. <laughs> Clovertech says, I can remember my grandmother sending me into the local store to buy her smokes at like five to six years old. Good old days. They knew who they were for and didn't care one bit. Abby says, I use raw rolling papers. Uh, M. Gabriel's out there says, where's the damn coffee? Ah, uh, right in the cups where mine is. Travis T. says, my dad used to pay 23 cents a Colorado machines, Gary. What? What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? I, I say, oh. You remember the old uh, Laredo machines? Nope. What are they? Not Not familiar. And, Not familiar uh, with that. It would roll off. It's about 180 degrees. Of that lever would move. Yeah. Oh. And uh, just push a little lever and insert the insert the uh, tobacco with the filter. Make your own cigarettes. A DM Foss says I quit at four fifty a pack. Uh, Travis T says my dad used to pay 23 cents a pack in the vending machine insert a quarter and get a pack with two pennies taped to it. <laughs> That's one way to do it. <clears throat> the Scottish American says I remember the smell from the pipe when I was super young. I forget if it was my grandfather or someone else in the family, but not surprised I smoke a pipe. Nothing else like it. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says, the cigarettes I was smoking are 30 a carton, but switched to vape a month ago trying to put this down now. Uh, Clover says, you can smoke a pipe for nearly an hour on just about 25 cents of tobacco, maybe 50 cents, if you go really high end. Uh, Abby says, my dad has a rolling machine. Tony says, yes, the original filtered CIF roller. 
Tara says, my mom would send me to the gas station at four years old with a handful of change. I would come back with a pack of cigarettes, a lighter, a candy bar, and a glass Coke bottle. <laughs> Good old days. Rob D says, I'd like to buy some machines and try to sell drinks, but I'm afraid they would get destroyed or hacked. You can find ways to hack just about anything on YouTube nowadays. Well, that's true. That's true. Okay, so Tony clarified that he meant SIG roller. That makes sense. Okay. Mm. Sometimes I'm pretty good about reading through what people meant, and other times, not so good. I do try. So anyway, still 29 people out there, still going strong. Got room on the panel if anybody wants to jump on. So uh, we're not even halfway through. We've got a giveaway coming up here in about 20 minutes. So uh, we'll give away some stickers and a magnet. If you want to get in on that giveaway, the hashtag is EB, hashtag EBC146. Uh, let's see. Constitutional Carpenter says you can buy those vending machine keys on eBay and criminals do. Wow. Uh, Scottish American says you can still get those rolling machines, but much better to buy a nice pipe. Uh, Ozzy says cigarettes were 60 cents a pack when I started smoking. Sam says words are hard sometimes, aren't they, though? Mm. Yes, they are. Rob D says Gary does a better job understanding me than my spell check did in college. <laughs> Let's see, Abby says, my friend's cat knocked my pipe off the table and it shattered. Bad kitty. Ah. Bad, bad kitty. Yeah, George tends to knock things off the, the counter sometimes and off the table. I had a stack of papers up there last night. He got up there. I told him not to knock it over. Of course, as soon as I had my back turned, what does he do? Knock it over. Knock it over. <laughs> it's like, I'll show you, human, who the boss Tell is. Tell me what there. to do, will you? <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm the boss around here. Nobody tells me what to do. <laughs> How's and he I, doing, Gary? He's doing all right. He's... Napping, I believe. He got up and had breakfast this morning. Same time I did and ran around the house a little bit. And now he's probably off in a dark place somewhere enjoying a nice nap, which is what he does probably 20 hours or so a day. <laughs> Must be a nice life. Find out one of these days when I retire, see what it's like to sleep all day. Hopefully, I don't sleep 20 hours a day once I retire. Good Lord, no. <laughs> I watch a, a video here on YouTube. I 
occasionally when he puts one out. It's called Simon's Cat. Oh, my goodness, that thing. You'd get a heck of a charge out of that, Gary, if you watch that. <laughs> so, uh, Clovertech says there is nothing like smoking tobacco in a... <clears throat> is that Mirchum? Pipe? Hmm. Another word I can't pronounce. I've had one. I had one once for a few months. Only took one drop and it was done. Want to get another one day. Very nice experience. Um, Travis T says it wasn't a black cat somewhere outdoors, was it? No, not that cat. No. Uh, Rob D says my cat is screaming at me for treats. Spoiled little s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam says no one puts George in a corner. LOL. Uh, Abby says Travis, it was a, a tabby kitten. M. Gabriel's out there says, I like Simon's cat, too. That's hilarious. Abby says, my other friend's cat is worse. Stony attacks people's feet. Uh, Rob says, Temptation Street must be filled with cat crack or something. That's what George likes. Yep, Temptations. You betcha. <laughs> He'd rather have that than he would his food. Uh, Scottish American says, holy cow, 20 hours a day. I'm lucky to get three to four. Yeah. Yeah, usually about five to six for me. Any more than six at a time, and my back is killing me when I get up. So, A good night's sleep for me is five to six hours, generally. And I might have a nap during the day, but that's okay. Ozzy says, I've said it before. Dogs have best friends. Cats have servants. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Block 9 says, our cats like temptations, and there's a new one out called Birthday Cake. I saw that at Walmart yesterday. It's like, what in the world is this? <laughs> and I almost bought George some, but he's pretty partial to the chicken flavor, so I got him that boat. He might have to try it one of these times if I can get a small package of it. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter said, I made a pipe earlier this year from, from some cherry wood I harvested years back. Mm. Just haven't decided what finish to put on it yet. Well, I wouldn't know anything about making my own pipes. I guess that's a, that's a skill, a very cool skill if you could do it i love people who can do great things making wood you know making things out of wood and stuff yeah uh it's quite a talent uh yeah. sam of anarchy says gizzard gary will you be retiring soon or will you be trying to enjoy your job a little while longer uh if i have my way i will be retired by the end of this year i'm going to try let's put it this way so wish me luck. Hopefully by Christmas we can enjoy the holiday and I won't be going back to work after that. So uh, let's see now. Tara says my cat Chloe will go toe-to-toe -to -toe with my Mastiff Dennis. She teases him. <laughs> yep. Uh, Rob D says I'd definitely be careful with picking a finish. DM Foss says, 
New York outcast neighbors make pipes out of light bulbs and glass tubes. Oh, gee. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sam says, Gizzard, Gary, good luck, buddy. Thank you. MC says, the only pipes I make carry chilled water, boiler water, or steam. HVAC pure fitter. <laughs> Defense Dad says, I don't buy cat treats. He doesn't earn them. He's barely well-behaved enough to get good, ornery little some bitch. No wonder your cat's so mean to you if you don't ever give him treats. You should get him some temptations. Maybe he'd calm <laughs> down and be a good kitty. George would probably be pretty mean, too, Probably. if I didn't ever give him any treats. Now. I like treats. Don't you like treats? I think we all do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Rob talking about the finishes on the woods, as you can probably do a search to see what's safe and recommended. Yeah. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says, having a shop was the best decision I ever made. Hmm. Scottish American says, I'll probably never retire, especially at the rate these representatives are destroying this nation. Oh, God, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Abby says, retirement is probably out of the question for me. And Ozzy said, I was hoping to retire at the end of this year, but with this economy, it's not going to happen. Yeah. DM Foss says, when I told my wife I could retire in 10 years, she told me no because I had a house to pay for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I'm still paying on this Jeep that I bought, but uh, I think I'll be all right. And I've, I've ran the numbers, and I might not be the richest guy in the world, but I think I can make it just fine. There you go. So uh, I might not be buying new guns and O-lights and stuff every time I turn around, but that's fine. I can concentrate on my YouTube stuff once I get retired and maybe do some traveling and, uh, oh, maybe I'll take up, you know, work on some of my other hobbies. I do, I do have some other things that I do like to do. Like, uh, I like to work on genealogy. So one of my fun hobbies. There you go. Travis T says, by the time I reach retirement age, I'll be 85 years old. I was afraid of that myself. Block uh, 9 says, my brother-in-law could have retired at age 65, but he worked two more years to get more money and then died two years later at age 69. That's oh, a shame. That sucks. Rob D says, I can't retire. I'll work till I die. Yeah, that's what they want us to do. They want us to work to that point. Best best advice I can give you, Gary, keep your hands busy. Back when I uh, quit smoking, this was quite a few years ago, uh, I was casting bullets. I think I had... About 125 or so pounds of lead on hand. And I had to cast up a, a bunch of the pistol caliber bullets. I'll tell you what. Kept me busy for a good while. So I went through that stuff in about, oh, I think it was about two weeks. 
and uh, I didn't have to worry about casting bullets anymore because I had plenty of them. Okay, so Mike White says, maybe next year I'll retire or go to part-time. Defense Dad is asking, is genealogy a redhead, Gary? Well, I don't think uh, so. Not a natural one, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Rob D says, I never expected to live this long, to be honest. Yeah, not sure yeah. I did either, but uh, I've been lucky. I've been blessed so far, so I'm going to enjoy every year I have left. Yes, sir. I'm gotcha. doing a lot of things I do enjoy, like this YouTube stuff, and met a lot of good people on here. Hope to meet a lot more. There uh, you go. This is fun. Uh, being around the gun community and the 2A community and stuff like that, I've met a lot of good people. So uh, I like hosting chats. I also like listening to them. I, I listen just like you guys are listening to me. I watch other people's chats too and enjoy them. Lots of different people. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Scottish American says they want you to work till you die. More illegal taxes for them oh, to pocket yeah. and screw us. Yeah, that's probably true. I'll be right back, Gary. I'll be right okay, back. Okay, no. Sure. Travis T says the government is counting on us dying shortly after we stop paying in. Ozzy says, when I do retire, I plan on turning my holster hobby into a small business. <laughs> Abby says, carpet doesn't match the drapes. You got it. Uh, Abby says, they see us as tax cattle. Well, I don't have any plans on dying anytime soon, but I don't get to pick. I don't get to pick. I'm not going to worry about it so much as I'm going to enjoy the time I have. Uh, Mike White says, the way I abused myself when I was a youngster, it is a surprise that I'm still alive. Boy, I hear that. If I ever catch my kids doing any of the stuff I used to do, well, they're my kids are grown people now, so I guess I can be talking to my grandkids or something. Or grandkid, the one I have. Just one granddaughter so far. Defense Dad says my daughter asked me if I would really want to retire if I won the lottery. I explained to her that I've worked since I was 12, so yeah, she was amazed. Well, heck yeah. If I, if I win the lottery, I'm definitely done at work. That... That could have been at any time, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I enjoy working, but I also enjoy sleeping in. I got somebody else wanting to come on the panel here. Let's say hello to Guns and Barbecue. Hello. Hello, Gizzard. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. I don't know how long you've been waiting out there. Sorry about that. Oh, no, that's all right. I just actually jumped in. I've been listening for a while, though. Just doing some working. Well, that's good. Now I finally had a free second. I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump in. I think it's been yeah. a few weeks since I got to jump into the early birds. So I to see how everything was here. You're talking about retirement, which is a good thing. Uh, retirement's always, always a good thing, especially at my age. I mean, I'm 62. I'm close to retirement age, but not quite there. And they're giving me a little bit of incentive to get 
to get there. So uh, it's always get, nice. Ain't it? Get to do it a couple years early. Yeah. Uh, while I can still move and stuff like that. Uh, Abby says, if I won the lottery, I'd still be a freelance armorer because it's something I enjoy. Hey, if it's something you enjoy, don't give that up. Uh, yep. Heck no. Single shot is back after jumping out so he can enter the giveaway. Oh, uh, yeah. And MC yeah. says, I drank a two liter of Mountain Dew a day when I was 18 to 20 years old. That most likely took a decade off my life. Hope you're wrong. Hope you're wrong. M. Gabriel says, you are a good man, Gary. Thank you very much. Uh, Rob D. says, I'd still work if I hit the lottery. You do you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I would second that statement, uh, Gary. You're Scottish. a good person. Thank you. Uh, Scottish American says, we all know taxes were to pay for the war. Ended long, long time ago. Problem yep. is they made people comfortable in paying. And so they've utilized to their advantage and our downfall. Hmm. Do you notice a pattern to that? Because I sure have. Once you give government something like that to have, they don't get rid of it. It stays there. Yeah, how about that? Yep. Let's say yeah. I had a English teacher years ago. Kawasaki. He, old, old dude. Um, he, he's a badass, though. Um, he was one of those old guys that you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I can take him. And then when you start fighting him, he's going to kill you. You're like, oh, snap. But, uh, Somebody in class got mad on the one day and was like, when are you just going to freaking retire? And Kozak just snapped. He's like, I'm never going to freaking retire. When people retire, they end up going home, they sit around and do nothing, and they die within three years. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when he kind of dropped his theory on us that, you know, there's nothing wrong with retiring if you stay busy. If you stay like, busy. But if you're just going to go home and all you do is sit around, and do nothing. He's like, you, you die within a couple of years. I was like, interesting. Say hello to Guns and Barbecue. Haven't seen you for a while, buddy. Yes, Mr. Single Shot. How are you? Well, we're doing all right. I'm up here in the Massachusetts trying to make my way up on I-90. Nice. It's not really your mass. It, it all sucks up there. <laughs> 90's not too bad, though. 95 is the worst one. Uh, I I try to avoid I-95 like the plague. Yep. Okay, so let's see. What have I missed out there? Sam says, if I won the lottery, I'd buy land and have a house built and still do what I do because I love it. Yeah, I would. I would like to, if I won a bunch of money, I'd love to have a place out in the country or something like that, nice house. So maybe in my dreams. Uh, that's the nice thing about being retired is I'll be able to live wherever I want to, basically. So if I want to move, just move. Uh, Hipparchus says most lotto winnings would only be a good start for me. 
Uh, Rob D says, don't get me started on taxes. I'm trying to have a good day. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, MC says, every time Michigan wants more money to fix the roads, I say fix them first. If we approve the quality, we will pay for the job. That's a great idea. Boy, I'll tell you, there's some rough roads up there. Uh, Abby says, I-4 is worse than 95. Haven't been on that one lately. A lot of traffic. A lot of traffic. Oops. M. Gabriel says, where is single shot at? Massachusetts. Up in the northeast. A long ways from me. Uh -huh. I've never, to my knowledge, never ever been in that state. Well... Right at the junction, right, right at the end of I-84 and uh, I-90, the toll road, yeah. Block 9 says, if I won the lottery, I'd buy at least 10 acres here in Texas. That way I could go and shoot every day. There you go. And Rob D says, I'd start a credit card company and get richer from people like Squib. <laughs> Jim Foss says, if I won the lottery, I would spend my days murdering fish. Uh, I'm thinking about trying to see if I could snag some of them. I go. don't, I'm not much of a fisherman when it's 100 degrees out like this, but when it's beautiful outside, I don't mind fishing. Mm. Used to do a lot of it back in the day. I definitely have the patience for it. I'm not one of these guys who goes fishing and if they don't catch anything in 15 minutes, they want to quit. I'll just take me a nice lawn chair or something or find a place to sit, get comfortable, oh, yeah. enjoy the scenery, and try to catch me a little bit of a supper there. On so we've got about a minute and 20 seconds to the drawing, so let me go ahead and push, put that up on the screen here. Put the giveaway tool. And that there giveaway is hashtag EBC146, and we have 18 people entered and 25 out there watching on the YouTube. I'll give you another minute or two to enter. You can enter on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch by typing hashtag EBC146 in the chat. So we've got, uh, there's another entry. We're up to 19. DM Foss says, half the enjoyment of fishing is sitting quietly by the lake. That's mm, true. You better believe it. By the lake or pond or stream. Any of that stuff around here. I used to do a lot of river fishing back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, especially if you can find a nice shady spot. And uh, got a good view and everything. Yeah, let's see. Revolver Comics is out there. Entered the giveaway. Rob D says, you fish and I'll drink. Okay. <laughs> you could always uh you could always clean the fish. There you go. Fishing is a good idea to get away from a mess like I'm in right now. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Abby says, get comfortable, make some margarita, and just enjoy nature with your friends. 
And Scottish American says, all my fishing gear is in Oregon with a buddy. One day I'll pick it up. 21 people out there in the drawing. Give you another few seconds and then we're going to hit the button. We are going to give away, if you're not familiar, a three-inch Gizzard Gary channel sticker with my logo. Also the same size in a magnet that you can put on your gun safe or whatever. And an early bird chat thumbnail sticker. And from Radical Firearms, I will throw in a Fuster Cluck ticket sticker. So those four things you will get. So uh, I think it's about time to hit that button. So let's go. And good luck to everybody who entered. And our winner is Ozzy. Abby Finnegan. Oh, Abby. Abby, congratulations. I believe that's her second time winning. Congratulations, Abby. Very well done. All right. And Abby, if your address has changed, you might... I don't know if your address has changed or not. Send that to me at winner at gizzardgary.com. And because uh, I think you said something the other day about you had changed your address or something. Maybe I'm mistaken. But at anyway, go ahead and send that to me at winner at gizzardgary.com. We'll get that to you. So congratulations, Abby. I know I've missed a few chats out there. Let's back up a little bit and see. Yeah. Okay, so Abby says, I'm good at multitasking. I can drink and fish at the same time. That's a, <laughs> that's a great talent to have. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says, been pretty tempted to take the canoe down to the river today. There you go. Uh, Rob says, getting out in nature can be a great mental reset. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam says, land, rivers, and mountain views somewhere in beautiful Montana would be nice right now. Never been to Montana. Love to that make the trip pretty, someday. Pretty state. Guns and Barbecue is back with us. Yes, it never fails. I jump into a chat and somebody's got to call me. <laughs> I know it, the feeling. <laughs> it happens. Defense Dad says. Uh, Defense Dad says, if I won the lottery, I'd have a wood shop that would make Norm Abram drool and just make customers furniture and never punch a clock again. Oh, that is so much fun and so relaxing. I love it. Scottish American says nothing like crab fishing, bait net, throw nets, drink beer, retrieve nets, and repeat. <laughs> M. Gabriel says 24 acres here in southern Missouri, pseudo retired now. Seldom see the need to leave the property. Nice. M. Gabriel says I like stream fishing and walking through the woods, hate lake fishing. Yeah, the only problem with lake fishing is there's no shade usually. Playing a sunscreen out in the boat. Yeah, and cook yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Abby says, thanks. I'm going to have to give you my updated address. I was visiting my dad when I won last time. Ozzy says, if you start a business at Jason Endeavor, cash only tax man can go FHS. <laughs> I think I know what you meant there. Yep. Abby says, might go to the island with my cousin next time I'm in Jacksonville. Sounds like fun. Right now, I'm kind of stuck here. But uh, I think I can ride it out for a few more months. We're going to give it a go anyway. If so, I won one of those giant lotteries that were like half a billion dollars or something, probably not even that. If I, if I just won a very substantial amount of money, I would give every family member a million dollars. Just because I want to see how fast they blow through it and have nothing to show for it. <laughs> I know there's going to be a few that would take that million dollars and do something really good with it. But I know the majority are going to blow through it like nobody's business and then come back and be like, oh, hey, yo, uh, yo. not like immediately either, but it would be like five years later or something. Could, could I borrow some money for this? No way. I gave you a million dollars. If you weren't smart with it, that's your own fault. That's right. And then there'd be select friends that I just like where I'd be like, hey, here's a million dollars. Yeah, my house would certainly be paid for. and uh, I've got a few nephews, not all of them nieces that uh, I would... Uh, set up uh, accounts for them, but they wouldn't get be able to get it until they was 25, at least have a little bit of sense in the head. So Defense Dad says, well, it's time to move heavy stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, MC yeah. says, nice chat, thumbs up, the weather cleared, have guns to shoot. Well, that's a good reason to leave. That's a great yeah. reason to leave. Nice. You are definitely excused, sir. Thank you for, thank you for jumping in. Uh, Have a Rob good B one. says, I wouldn't give money like that, but I might give opportunities. Okay. Constitutional Carpenter said, wish I got more saltwater fishing in this year. Guess there's still the late fall season. Abby says, I'd invest half, donate a quarter million to charities, and use the other quarter million to have fun with. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about giving. I mean, like perfect strangers, I would definitely give opportunities. But like the family members, that's a hundred percent just for my own entertainment. Mike White says, "Have gun, will travel." Great idea. M. Gabriel says, "Will there be a tropical island giveaway on this channel soon?" Probably not. <laughs> Uh, first, I'd have to own a tropical island, uh, and, I, and I don't. Defense Dad says, rearranging the studio today to start making videos again. Took the summer off to spend time with the kiddo, and uh, that's a very honorable thing to do. You should spend time with the kiddo when you get the time. They grow up fast. They grow up very fast. Uh, Rob D says, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't even give my kids money like that without them being able to make their own way first. 
Abby says, I'm interested to see what the fishing is going to be like in Minnesota. Isn't that where they have like a thousand lakes or something like that up there? I'm sure. I'm sure there's some good fishing there. Rob, Rob says, if people don't understand the value, they'll never understand a gift like that and truly appreciate it. And coming back to the stream is Captain Codebook. Welcome back. Oh. We're going what down the road. Yep, everything's set up in there. They're doing the animals and getting all set up. And I was like, you know what? I still got to go home and do chores. So guess what? I'm, I'm being kicked back to the house. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Unfortunately, some work must be done. Ozzy says, I would buy Epstein's Island, make it a 2A retreat. That'd be there awesome. we go. Abby says, I don't know, but I'm probably going to tame a moose and get armor for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, DM Fuss says, Gary will give away a three-hour tour on the SS Minnow that turns into a tropical getaway. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you could do it that way. You don't know where you're going, but you'll enjoy it. Hope so, because you're going to be there for a while. <laughs> Maybe years. Rob D says, besides, we've got too many freeloaders as it is. No, no point in empowering more. Yeah, that reminds me of when my stepsons, when my, when my ex-wife passed away, I had stepsons that were 18 and uh, 21, I believe, and they both got... $70,000 each out of their mom's life insurance. Within a year, it was gone. All gone. And I did everything I could to keep them from doing that. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't have any power to keep them from it. So. It's a shame. Uh, Scottish American says freeloaders are plenty these days. That's true. Constitutional Carpenter says it's amazing how fast money can go. If you're not careful with it. I mean, knowing what I do now, of course, I'm not 19, 18, 17 years old. If I had $70,000, I could do some great things with that. But uh, you don't think about things in those terms when you're that age. Hipparchus says, baffles me how quickly some can blow through money. Oh, yeah. I've got money. I can go buy all the nice things that I wanted. Uh, think about maybe setting yourself up to live for a few years. Uh, that's what you can do with that. Abby says, apparently I'm getting 200000 from my dad when he goes. To be honest, I'm in no hurry to get it. I understand. M. Gabriel says, we owe a debt to people who work and get things done. Yes, we do. 
constitutional carpenter says if you got a woman, they'll know what you should do with it. That's why I don't have one. One of the reasons. I got a cat, and he doesn't spend much of my money. So there's that. Anyway, we are in hour number three of the early bird chat. We still have 24 people in here on the YouTube side. Thank you for watching and listening. And for those who are still listening on the podcast to come later this week, thank you for uh, for being part of the show yourselves. We've lost guns and barbecue again. Uh, DM Foss says, when my father-in-law passed, we were... We told my wife's mom to keep our inheritance to make sure she would have some savings. That's that's honorable to do. Abby says, invest it and make more money. If you're careful with your investments, yeah, you could do that. I hate to think of all the people who bought Bitcoin a few years ago thinking they were going to make a fortune. Yeah. Some yeah, lost their shirts. Gone into gold or shirt, uh, gold or silver. Single shot's gonna yell at me. I had to pull over there a minute ago because uh, I had locked everything up in the back of the truck earlier, and apparently the girls came out to double check some cages. I was driving down the road and realized they were starting to slide toward the back. <laughs> oh, wow. good thing I was checking my mirrors, right. Yeah. Uh, Hipparchus says, most of the things I want make more things and help others. John Brown Productions is out there, says, hey, Gary. Hi, John. Hello, stranger. Guns of Barbecue has once again returned. No idea what happened there. I figured maybe you got another call or something. Not that time. The streamer kicked me and then I was having trouble getting back in for some reason. That was weird. Uh, Rob D says trade real money for digital money. Nah, don't. Do nah, that. nah, no thanks. Nah. Abby says to be fair. The U.S. currency is about as worthless as Monopoly money. It's backed by empty promises. That's right. M. Gabriel says dogs don't care how much money you have. That's true. Defense Dad says it's not surprising people blow through inheritance money. If you've been broke all your life, you don't know how to treat it and enjoy buying things you've never been able to. <laughs> Ozzy says when my mother passed after everything was said and done I got $10,000 I still have all of it and managed to add to it awesome good job I sat, I sat down and figured it out the one time if you got $2 million if, now this isn't counting any interest that that $2 million would accrue while sitting in the bank or anything like that. But if you were like, I've got $2 million, I'm going to live off this as long as I can. If you took that $2 million and only spent $5,500 a month, which is quite a bit of money, 
I don't know about the rest of you, but people around here are not living off of $5,500 a month, far less. That $2 million would last you 30 years. Then I did it because I was kind of curious. What if it was more like when I was driving truck um, and I could spend a month? That $2 million would last you 40 years. And again, that's not counting any interest that it would accrue while sitting in the bank. Yeah. Rob D says, at least U.S. money is recognized everywhere, but yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the next few years are going to bring. None of us really know. No. So you might think you're set for life and find out you're not. But, uh, yeah. I guess I'll life and then the next day broke broke as a joke. <laughs> I guess I'll just have to deal with, you know, whether I was working or whether I'm not, I'm going to have to deal with whatever each day brings. So, uh, wow. So, we'll see. I just don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. So, anyway, so what's everybody got planned for the rest of the day? I know single shot's probably going to be on the road a while. Yep. Captain Codebook has chores to do. So how about you, Guns and Barbecue? More chores, never ending. Uh, I've got oh, probably a solid acre of yard that I brush hogged with my riding tractor. Probably shouldn't do that, but it was doing it. So I was like, you know what? As long as you're doing it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna make this work. So uh, got to go and get that all raked now, and then get it gathered into the new wagon and turned down to the ditch that I'm gonna burn out uh, later this year when it's not so dry. Um, so yeah, I got a lot of work ahead of me. Yeah, sounds like it. Rob D says, says, most banks don't pay interest anymore. And would you really trust your life savings with a bank nowadays being considered an unsecured lender? Uh, Scottish American says, New World Order is in full effect. The Inflation Act they just passed has lots in it designed to give away more power to foreign nations. Abby says, I ordered three more cases of seeds. My fiance has a green thumb, and I'm not too bad at getting meat from the woods. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, Rob says, I personally don't have that kind of faith in the banking system or government. Nope. Ozzy says, now that the tree has been removed from my roof and driveway, I have to mow. Whoa. Tree fell on the house, huh? Holy yeah. Parker says building a gift for one of my sister's birthdays. Defense Dad says, whoa, flip the show on the TV to listen to while I work. EBC chat is a different experience on a big screen and surround sound. Good thing Snob <laughs> is here to sing. Yeah. I was just getting ready to start singing when he said it was on surround sound. 
Yeah, we need Snob in here to sing to us. He was in here at the very first, and then he disappeared. No, I don't. He's probably off doing something today. I don't know if he's working or he probably has chores to do himself. Having cattle like he does, there's always. I thought he said he had an easy weekend. He's supposed to be working on videos. Well, he may be doing that too. Speaking of which, I need to do that today too. Crap. Yeah, that's that's a bad thing about me. If I do retire by the end of the year, I have no excuse but to get my videos caught up. So I'll have to just get busy. Let's see. Abby says, I have absolutely no faith in government or the banking system. Constitutional Carpenter says, mow grass and finish the saddle and hair on a rocking horse. I've got the standard, I need to do my laundry today. Other than that, really not much on the agenda. And uh, given if there's an open machine downstairs, I don't even have to leave the building to do my laundry, but I have to go down two floors down to where the laundry is three or four times, but that's doable. And of course, let's not forget, there are other chats coming on later this evening and tonight, so... If you get all your running around done this evening and want to come back to the YouTubes, there, of course, is, uh, let me bring up my banner here, and I'll tell you what there is. There is Foreign and Domestic with the Scottish American. That's at 6 p.m. Central. And possibly Locked and Loaded Latinos at 6 p.m. Central. And then at 7.30 p.m. Central, we should have This Week Unloaded on the Unloaded Media channel. And if you subscribe to my channel, I'll put links to all those in the community tab as they are posted so you can get to them easily. So uh, if you're not subscribed, I... Uh, Seriously, hope you do consider subscribing to my channel. I try to engage with my audience and uh, try to give them ideas on some other things they might like to watch. And of course, we always love to have subs out there. So uh, I see G23 is out there. Hey, G. G23 says 3 p.m. Eastern metric time. Is Georgia trapping and fishing? That would be 3 p.m. Eastern. It would be 2 p.m. Central. So about an hour after this show gets over with. Constitutional Carpenter says, Someone have the link to the Scottish American. Yes, I do. Hold on just a minute. I can get that for you. G23 would probably be excited to hear this uh i almost got a glock the other day almost i don't know why i just asked uh mike the firm is like you got anything uh you know kind of different and he pulls out a glock 
I was like, oh. And then I realized it had a gold slide on it. And I was like, oh, pimp gun, that'd be awesome. And I was like, eh, no. Then I, I held it, and it was a Gen 5. I was like, this is actually a bit more comfortable than uh, most of the Glocks I've held. I was like, hmm. And then it was chambered in 45 ACP, and I was like, oh, cool. So it's, you know, in a man's caliber. So I was like, ugh. But then I ate a Snickers, and I was like, oh, I was just hungry. I wasn't myself. <laughs> Yeah, it it won't kill you to shoot a Glock, or even own one. Yeah, I, I I've shot friends' Glocks before. Never just never really like the feel of them, but for some reason that one kind of keeps calling out to me. Something about that gold slide and it being chambered in forty five is kind of like I kind of like that. Yeah, you might have to give it a try. So G23 says, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So <laughs> one day you might become a man. Wow. <clears throat> Two world wars. Enough said. So Sam Vanarchy says, guns and barbecues, so it was a Glock 21? No, I thought he said... It was a forty-five, wait, clock forty-five, but I don't, I don't freaking remember. No, a forty-five is a nine millimeter. That's what I thought, but I'm thinking when he said clock forty-five, he just meant to say it was chambered in forty-five ACP. Yeah, a lot of people get that confused. Yeah, because yeah, when he said forty-five, I was like, I didn't think the forty-five was actually a forty-five, so it, it very well could have been a twenty-one. If I ever do buy one of them, I'm going to have to make sure that it's either in 10 millimeter, 45 ACP, or 40 Smith or Wesson. So, Constitutional Carpenter says, I've never enjoyed shooting a Glock, but still considering buying one since they're the standard go to. And uh, Scottish American says, oh, geez, Glock talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You could get in here and talk about your CZs if you want to. I know that's your go-to, which there's nothing wrong with that, except I don't own one. I'd like to someday. I have a CZ. I actually, no, I really do. Because... When I used to say that, I was always just being a smart aleck because then I'd say my CZ says Dan Wesson on the side of it. But then I just realized, oh, yeah, I just got a CZ82 um, last month off my cousin's husband. There you go. Yep. So Ozzy says, Glock, the original 80 percenter, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got two people, two people on the panel driving two different roads. So this is definitely, if you're watching on the uh, video screen, you're seeing a lot of different country and stuff like that, kind of enjoyable. Of course, you people who are listening, 
can enjoy it, but just imagine two people uh, traveling down the highway and uh, showing the road in front of them as they go. Scottish American says CZ is the way. G23 says I can't own a CZ because I can't grow a man bun or fit into skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't have one. Uh, G23 says LMA or Scottish American talking to G23 says I have neither. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I tried to grow a man bun, it would look a little funny. I don't have much hair up top anymore. M. Gabriel is asking, who here is experienced and responsible enough to handle a Glock 40? I could if I had one. I don't know. Last time I did this, I shot myself in the foot. <laughs> so just gonna look real quick yeah Glock 40 is a is a 10 millimeter okay yeah I've never shot 10 millimeter so I have it. but it it was a uh, Colt Delta Elite when they first came out. That's a nice uh, pistol. Still need to get me one of them. Uh, Rob D says, you quit your show, G23? Nah. Abby says, 40 cal or model 40? Now, I do own a Glock in 40 cal. I have my, uh, my Glock 22 Gen 4. And... Uh, it's not bad at all. That's a that's a full size frame on that, and I also have a barrel and spring for a three fifty seven Sig, so there I can go. shoot two different calibers out of it. I have a lot that's of fun. That's a snappy round. Uh, three fifty seven Sig, yeah, it's got a nice fireball coming out of it. <laughs> Heck of a lot of fun to shoot. Uh, Scottish American says 10 millimeter is a great round. Sam says I've never shot 10 millimeter either. G23 says I just got back into town. Constitutional Carpenter says AIM Surplus had some Glock 40 cal LEO trade ins last time I checked. Yeah, that's where mine came from. Who was uh, it that has them? Aim surplus. Aim surplus. I don't know if I've ever been to that site. Rob D says, better question is, who has issues so bad they feel the need at 10 millimeter to express people? That's a real good hunting cartridge. That's a real good one. Our tech and daughter says at work, just stop by to say, hey, hey. I got 357 Sig fun to shoot with you, lucky dog. You, yeah, you're gonna have some fun with that. I love shooting 357 Sig. Do you have a Glock in 357 Sig, or what do you have there? I have a Glock 22 with a Glock 31 barrel and spring. Yeah, I the cool part, in. yeah, I had a Glock 23 
and I got the uh, three fifty uh, the Sig barrel, and then um, through Lone Wolf Distributors, I got the nine millimeter uh, barrel and um, spring. So I had three calibers. I was firing in the one gun. It was awesome. Nice. Oh. Ozzy says, I I have a 10 millimeter, my favorite. I'm wanting a 10 millimeter SIG P320. And Abigail says, I got my Glock 19 from Gun Gallery on Beach Boulevard. Scottish American says, 50 Beowulf build is almost complete now. Now the issue is finding a mold to cast some big bullets. What are you running for the size of the bullets in that uh, Beowulf? I'd like to find a Sig 19. I know Alexander Arms sells the entire reloading kit for the Beowulf. I don't know if they sell a mold, too, though. I've got a 50 caliber mold. That's why I was asking. So, Stan SS Pons out there says, I killed a deer with my 10 millimeter a few years ago. Yep. Uh, Abby says, I shot half a case of steel 9 millimeter a few days ago. I feel pretty confident with my pistol skills for the time being. Now, if you shot half a case, then. I would say so. You're doing well. <laughs> Very well. Has anybody um, fired stink ammo before? Yep. I, I think Chris from the 740 has, but yeah. And they, they spread out pretty good. It's got to be real close to what you're shooting at. Yeah, I was told you can't shoot them in steel targets because it'll mess them up. So. Uh, I've never heard that. BWAT75 says, aim surplus is local for me. Uh, Abby says, I don't like gun shops here in Tallahassee. Might be better in Minnesota. There's a puppy dog. Yeah. Oh, a puppy. It's a vicious little animal. <laughs> <laughs> He's vicious. Lick you to death. So, oh, these people are amazing. Single shot appears to be in a traffic jam right now. Yeah. Got to use that right lane to cut everybody off in the left lane that's getting off the exit and stopping the entire line of traffic. Oh, I love when they stop dead in the middle lane and then turn on the turn signal like everybody coming up behind him at 70 is suddenly going to move over. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I call a hood ornament for this thing. Yeah. So in answer to your question, Scottish American says, not sure yet, just started looking. Uh, Abby says, snake shot doesn't cycle in my Glock. Everything else does. Yeah, there's not much power in that snake yeah, shot. Yeah, not enough to cycle a slide, no. Yeah. Well, you get on The thing is with the snake shot uh, is a lot of the gas um, is escaping out the muzzle with the shot. You don't have that yeah. solid, yeah. You don't have the block of the round making that back pressure. So, right. G23 says, I have shot snake shot in my Judge 45 Cole. Oh, yeah. Uh, Abby says, The gun store near where I live has P Mags for $20 and Poverty Pony Lures for $120. Screw that. Yeah, that's too high. Uh. 
Uh, Sam says, G23, I want a judge to shoot four tens through it. Where are you going to find four tens to shoot anymore? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And if you can Can't find, find them, they cost an arm and a leg. Yep. But Walmart had them for a while. Um, the the Winchester self-defense ones, that's yeah. – that's, uh, yeah, they were selling those for a while, but you can't find it anymore. Um, no. And I'm surprised at how much, you know, I, I know other ammo's gone up. It took a while for the shotgun target ammo to go up, but uh, yeah, Walmart right now, it, it used to be $19.99 a year ago. It's $39.99 right now for 100 rounds. Federal or Winchester. Wow. So that's more than 100% markup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abby says, also, I don't shoot snakes. I pick them up and try to keep them as pets. Ah, no. Nope. My nope, half-brother nope. did that, and he did that with rattlesnakes. He got bits of daggone many times. Ugh. One of the kids ended up dead. Crazy. Good grief. G23 says, I can get 410 here. Uh, Stan says, 410 shows up at our Walmart every now and then. And Constitutional Carpenter said, I would just like to find 410 for my squirrel gun. I have, I have a couple boxes. That's it. So. I gave mine all to some other people who have 410s. So, uh, somebody got a uh, uh, 410 shotgun. So I gave it to her. The only 410 I have is a single-shot shotgun break action that I've had yeah. for ages. But no it, would make, it would make a decent squirrel gun or a rabbit oh, yeah. gun. Yep. Uh, yep. It's lightweight and fairly easy to carry. It's got, you know, the only thing about those uh, break action shotguns is they're not very forgiving as far as recoil goes. Yeah. <laughs> So you'll feel it. Uh, I got a new firearms. Ten, ten with a three and a half inch chamber. That thing will slap break your shoulder if you're not hanging onto it. Did you say ten what gauge? Was ten gauge. Well, new England yeah. firearms break. How would say what is a, two, a, a three and a half inch shell on that thing too, right? Oh yeah, three and a half inch chamber. Yeah. 18 pellets on a uh, the double out buck is 18 pellets on a 10 gauge. Holy crud. <laughs> yep. Yeah. One thing I learned the hard way about, about that shotgun do not put slugs through that full choke barrel. <laughs> that thing like the bout broke my cheekbone. <laughs> oh, that wasn't enough on cleaning it either. Yeah. <laughs> Lead. Yeah, no, I um, I was at Rural King last week, and uh, they are now selling the P80 serialized kits. So mm. I put one, yeah, I put one on layaway because it was it was three fifty, and my birthday's in a few weeks, and I'm like, I'm not, I'll just ask for Rural King cards. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so yeah, because it's, it's I, I locked it in because it seemed like a really good price, and it was because they're usually five ninety nine. So I was like, hey. Almost half price. I put that thing on layaway, but yeah. So Rural oh, King yeah. apparently is now carrying the serialized kits. So if you want to buy a customized um, P80 for whatever size, then there you go. 
still cheaper yeah, than I, the <laughs> non-blue label Glock. Oh yeah, I I bought a box of five of those Federal three and a half inch uh, slugs for that ten gauge, and before the fire, I had four left in the box. Jeez. So back to snakes. Abigail says eventually you become immune to the venom. Hmm. Stan says the only good snake is a dead snake. Yes, sir. Uh, Ozzy says snake loads only work well in a revolver. I've shot them in my Taurus Model 85. Uh, Abby says I love animals. That doesn't stop at the furry ones. Constitutional Carpenter, he says my 410 is also a single shot break barrel. Great for the the two S's, snakes and squirrels. There you go. Hey. Sam says, I would rather not test my immune system against snake venom. That's right. And he also says, talking to Stan, our Walmart occasionally sees 410 slugs. Abby says, I've been, vit I've been bitten by snakes before. It's not that bad. Spider ball pythons are blind because they're inbred. Uh, no, thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> Constitutional Carpenter says, I only shoot copperheads and timber rattlers. Yep. I can't tell one snake from another that well. I just assume they'd be gone. Yeah. The only rattlesnake I ever ran into is a Muskegon rattlesnake, which is a, it's a kind of a rare snake. It's a, it's a rattler up here by the Great Lakes, kind of used to the cold. I was inspecting a, a DOD facility a, a, a explosive magazine and we opened the magazine and there was a, I, I thought it was a thought it was like a rat snake or something and i used the clipboard to move it and uh it was a small it it it, it kept striking the clipboard i'm like that's not right and then i saw the little tail coming up and i'm like oh is that like pretending to be a rattlesnake or what so we backed off and that, that's when i noticed that several of the bites in the paper on the clipboard had fang marks and were wet and i was like oh no this is a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get out of the let's get out of the magazine and anybody grabbing a box for counts, we're gonna, you know, let's make sure you're not just sticking your hand in there now and everything. So yeah, it was um one of the guys eventually came up and told us what it was. It was it was this type of snake and they're known to get into the magazines. Like, great. Thanks for thanks for telling me as I'm sitting there doing a round count. Appreciate that. So Yeah. Yeah. Apparently those things, if they bite you, you know it. So yeah, you're almost all up and stuff, so so G23 sent me this in the mail. So 25 count 410 for 16.99. Not bad. Zuber brand. Never heard of Zuber. Zuber. Foreign import probably. Looks yeah. like Oh, that, I that might be that Russian Serbian stuff. I bought some of the um the green boxes is uh the 12 gauge and I bought that and it's um it's low recoil they, they don't have it's not high brass rounds it didn't recoil much so I don't know how much penetration that has as a as a buckshot but it's you know it cycles the gun well so Rob D says if you get bit just bite it back and the poison levels out don't think it works that way no <laughs> Abby says, I'd love to get a false cobra at some point. 
Scottish American says all snakes need shot, period. I'm all I'm with you on that. M. Gabriel says I've relocated several copperheads, but don't touch cotton mouths anymore. Your hands will stink for a week. Abby says, I don't get why y'all are scared of snakes. They literally get stuck in paper towel rolls. Hmm. Well, okay. Um, I can't tell you why I'm scared of them. I just, I just am. Uh, Rob says, I'm just not a fan of aggressive snakes. I don't mind the snakes if you just stay in your little hidey hole somewhere and stay away from where I walk and stuff like that. Uh, if you want to live your snake life somewhere away from me, go for it. You get on my sidewalk or something like that. That's another matter entirely. I had one in my house once. Uh, that's where a snake does not belong. Uh, Abby says snakes keep the rat population down. They're good for the environment. Well, we don't have very many rats around here, so either we have a lot of snakes or we just don't have a lot of rats. One or the other. I got a lot of I got a lot of snakes on the property, and we just we just very politely relocate them and watch where your wood piles are. We don't. Like I said, aside from that one mosquito, I come all the ones around here are non-poisonous. But between the, the animals that I got, the goats, the chickens, and all that other stuff that's out there, um, yeah, I want the snakes because they'll keep all the the vermin are down. That'll, that'll normally get around here. Now, Abby says, snakes are defensive by nature. You're walking through their home. Uh, not my apartment, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Constitutional Carpenter says, I'm not scared of snakes, but I am scared of my young nephews being bit by something venomous. Yeah. Ozzy says, anything that can move that fast with no legs is evil. Got that right. Scottish American says snakes are good for nothing other than being dead. Um, Sam of Anarchy says venomous ones, I would rather not mess with them, but other types I'm oh. good. See, I'll bet you if you put little cute fuzzy ears and a little, little, little fur on those snakes, everybody would love them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. a kitten. Maybe. Oh, I can't believe this crap. Uh, Rob D says, you could say anything that bleeds for a week and doesn't die is a problem to Ozzy, but we live with that. <laughs> oh, gee, wow. Christmas. Wow. <laughs> that was harsh. He went there. Yeah. <laughs> that they did. Abby says, no. I've handled animals more dangerous than a venomous snake. Yeah. Oh, I don't right, like no use I'm, for no I'm taking off for the last time. The guy that's going to fix my fence with me just pulled in. So, okay, no. Have a good one. See you next week. Have a good yeah, one. Thanks for being here. All right, bud. Sam says, once again, be safe, single shot. Looks Thank like you, you're sir. moving a little bit, but not very fast. No, not at all. <laughs> so America moves by now. truck, but very slowly today. Very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in this state. 
Yep. I swear, Gary, if someone up in, up in front of the line passes gas, everybody else is going to stop to smell it. That's what it sounds like. So G23 sent me another picture. So let's take a look at that. Looks like we got some 410 gauge slugs. Mm. BPS brand. $20. Yep. 20 rounds? 25 rounds? Uh, looks like 20. 20 rounds for $20. Wow. Wow. Dollar a piece. Holy miracle. Sorry, I had to step away for a minute. Missed a lot of the snake chat. But uh, I couldn't help but overhear somebody said the only good snake is a dead snake. I would like to counter that and say the only good snake is made by Colt. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. You've got a point there. That's a good kind of snake. Let's see. Rob D says, most animals will kill you quickly, but a wife takes her time. Yeah, that's true. A G23 said that was 25 rounds, so I stand, I stand corrected. That was a 25-round box. That's a little better. Yeah. Cool deal. Maybe I can score myself. I don't really have any need for slugs for a 410, but... Those things will kick. I have shot them out of mine before. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I don't think oh, for what no, I generally no. use 410 for that I'd be using a slug. But it wouldn't hurt to have a box of them. Uh, Abby says, the red tail boa I had would hook her tail through my belt loop and watch me play video games. Interesting. Uh, Sam says, I've heard rattlesnake is good eating the non-venomous part, that is. Yeah, you don't eat the venomous part. I've seen a video one time. This guy is like, so if you find yourself, you know, kind of trapped by a snake or whatever, blah, 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 and he's out in the middle of the desert, picks up this rattlesnake by the rattle. He's like, you got to be very careful, but then he... You know, after he gets it by the rattle, just picks it up and snaps it like a bullwhip, kills it instantly. Huh. I was like, interesting. I wouldn't have the balls to mess around with a rattlesnake like that, but, you know, I guess that's something useful to know. Oh, here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. Blue lights in the left lane. Apparently there's a wreck up here or something. Everybody gotta stop and look. No way. DUI checkpoint. They ought to have them. A lot of them. <laughs> Especially the way these clowns drive down here. Yep. One from Florida. Almost took my left fender. Oh, God. Go back to Florida, fool. Good grief. Yeah, honked at you, too. 
No, I honked at him. Oh, you honked. Lucky he didn't. <laughs> lucky he didn't get the air horn. So Abby says, grab it behind the head and it won't be able to bite you. I ain't putting my hand down there. No. <laughs> I don't I'll know do how it. Eddie did that. And especially as many times as that kid was bit. Gee. And Parker said, had a ball python as a teen, not a fan of the venomous. M. Gabriel says, looky lose. And Constitutional Carpenter says, Floridians are terrible on the road. I said what I said. I'm telling <laughs> you, you got a good example of that just, just a few seconds ago. <laughs> uh, Sam says, I'd use a rattle to scare off trespassers, LOL. <laughs> uh, Rob D says, cut him off right in front of the police, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of nerve, dude. That's stupid. Abby says, hey, it wasn't me. I drive a black BMW, and I'm currently in Florida. <laughs> well, that one was right in the same class, white Mercedes. And uh, Krabby Turtle says, hey, Gizzard Gary just made it. What did I miss? Oh, gosh, a little bit of everything. Uh, <laughs> Snake Talk, the last few minutes anyway. Snake Talk and 410 Shotguns have been pretty much our, our conversations. Let's see. Rob says, just making some jokes. Constitutional Carpenter says, to be fair, most of us Mississippians aren't much better. <laughs> Um, I I get it all over the place, you know. <laughs> and my dash cam is full of that foolishness. Abby says, Constitutional Carpenter won a race, and he says, I'd lose in a heartbeat with my old truck. And then Abby says, it wasn't my dad. His Mercedes needs a new transmission. Okay. Well, at least <laughs> we know who it wasn't. That's for sure. <laughs> I hope you don't run into any more issues like that. Ah. Scary Just, stuff for sure. Yeah. You know, it goes along with what I've said all along. If you want to commit suicide, leave me out of the equation. Yep. That's a horrible way to go. Sam says, single shot almost took out an idiot in a Mercedes, but not much beyond that so far. <laughs> yeah. Shh. <laughs> it wasn't I'm his still fault. in Massachusetts. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. Rob D says, I'll race her for him in my Civic. If you guys want to go race, I guess go ahead. I'll stay out of it myself. <laughs> so uh, we're almost at the end of our number three here on the early bird chat. Thanks to everybody out there. We've got 24 viewing on YouTube still. Two thumbs up on Facebook. Thanks to everybody. Uh, 
Abby says, uh, also, Dad had a Class B license, and I don't cut off truckers. I give at least Thank 100 you. feet, and I drive fast anyway. Thank you. That's much appreciated. Stopping distance with one of these things at 40 tons gross vehicle weight, maximum GVW gross vehicle weight, is 650 feet on dry pavement. Now, I don't weigh anywhere near that this time. So I've only got 5,000 in the box, two and a half tons. So I'm way underweight. But that's that's still a, a detriment in my profession because in that case, if you hit the brakes too hard, that trailer could jackknife on you. And anybody beside you, whichever, whichever way that thing swings, it's going to be like a giant fly swatter. You're going in the ditch the hard way. I just saw a uh, little motorcycle come zooming around you on the right yeah. side, then weave in between vehicles uh, on the road. He might become a a road ornament here pretty soon. Uh, Hope not. Accident going waiting for a place to happen. The so Sam says Fast and Furious YouTube edition. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Abby says Civic versus BMW 325i. Got a couple laughing emojis out there. <laughs> uh, Rob D says on the track, of course, all 100% legal government says. Uh, G23 says New York Outcast. I got $20 on Abigail to gap your ass. <laughs> Uh, Rob says, yep, that's what they all say. And Abby says, and I'm usually a good thousand feet away in about six seconds. Yeah. Just be careful out there, whatever you do. Yeah. If you drive, if you drive fast, just use some good common sense. Keep, uh, Keep good gaps out there between traffic and don't be part of an accident. I don't care how fast you drive. Now, there are people out there with fancy cars with flashing lights who might care. Oh, I yeah. don't care as long as you don't run me over or cause me to run off the road. Oh. Uh, you get to where you need to be at your rate of speed. More power to you. There you go. I'm just going to say, if chickens wouldn't cross roads, they wouldn't have to be worried about getting run over. I cross the road in a Jeep anymore. So, uh, Well, there you go, folks. Now we know the answer to the question. Why the chicken crossed the road? Because he drove a Jeep. That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> So, so uh, not a bad day today. Oh. What was you going to say, Guns? I was going to say I laid away a box double barrel 28 this past week. Oh, nice. Yes, very uh -huh. excited about that. I'm jealous. I love box double barrels. They're, they are very, very good double barrels. And when I saw that at the shop uh, on Wednesday, uh, it was, well, heck, I didn't even see it. Yeah. I, when I'm going through the gun shop looking at 
all the long guns. It's just a matter of me kind of grabbing, you know, the guns and kind of inspecting them by feel. And every once in a while, if I feel something where I'm like, oh, kind of interested in this, I'll take a picture of the tag or something. And uh, when I touched that one, I was like, oh, double barrel, nice. I was like, because uh, I have a soft spot for double barrels. So I took a picture of the tag and it said, Fox is like, no freaking way. But you just don't see them very often anymore. So how much how much did that run you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, out the door probably going to be about four eighty after tax and everything. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought. No, not bad. No, that's not bad at all. Hmm. So Hipparchus no. says, so I was designing an MRLS trailer in a heavily modded flight simulator. And might have stumbled onto an anti-jackknife device. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, DM Fuss says, luckily, none of the gun shops around here have layaway, or I'd always be broke. Yeah. Uh, Sam says, Jeeps are great for off-road, too. And G23 says, some Jeeps are not the Jeep Renegade. Yeah, I've had that discussion with people how my Jeep's not a real Jeep, but it still says Jeep on it. So, hey. Yep. Hipparchus says, if you keep tension between the trailer and the cab with a winch or a sprained cable, it's much, much less likely to jackknife. Yeah, but we can't do that. Well, Just something a driver has to be weary of all the time. And he does say, don't know how feasible that is in reality. Yeah, Man. I think Single Shot just answered that one for you. For every, for every suggestion, there's something out there that kind of counters it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's gun shops around here. Some of them do have uh, do have layaway. Yeah, most of them around here have layaway, but uh, a lot of them, it's all oh, you have to have it paid off in thirty days. I'm like, yeah. well, for a lot of people, I'm like, what, what's even the point of that? Uh, you know, if they're laying it away, it's because you know, obviously, they don't have the money this paycheck, and they're probably not going to have the money to pay it off next paycheck. Um, but then there, there's a few shops around here that, uh, which, I mean, for me, typically I'm laying away something because I just bought something at Tamarack. So it's like, oh, I just gave you all my money. So you care if I, you know, put this on layaway for next month and I'll give you all my money again. They're like, yeah, go for it, John. I'm like, thanks guys. Uh, you know, a couple of the shops around here, including Tamarack, as long as you're making payments on it, they really don't care how long you take. Yeah, that's the ones I deal with. Yeah, I think uh, I think my gun shop back in London was either sixty or ninety days layaway. Um, now Sam says, talking to G twenty three, I love the look of the Jeep Wrangler. Uh, G twenty three says Jeep Wrangler is the only true Jeep. Now Hipparchus talking to. Uh, Single shot says, is there a reason it doesn't work or just regulations? 
regulations. There's your answer. And it's unauthorized equipment on the on the uh, company vehicle, so. So Tara Smith's kitchen says there was a fifth wheel that was used years ago that prevented jackknife by not allowing the trailer to go that far. Turned out it caused accidents, so it's no longer used. Yeah, yeah it's just like these automatic braking systems they've got on a lot of the trucks nowadays. You get that, get those things out there in the wintertime, you have some yo-yo do what that guy from Florida did to me just a minute ago. And I don't care how heavy you are you hit them brakes hard like that and he, that trail is going and it decides where it wants to go so that's really 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 bad and, and those automatic brakes they don't that's what makes them check knife nah i spent my whole career, which, I mean, granted, was only five years before I went blind, uh, with those systems on trucks. Never once had an issue. Because if you got, if it's got to apply the brakes that hard to try and avoid an accident, jackknife's going to be the least of your worries because you're about to have somebody stuck in your grill. Um, but they, yeah. they don't apply the brakes that hard. Um, Heck, they, they never e- even applied the brakes hard enough to give you a hard break. Um, and like when I was at Gypsum, that was one of the things that would cost you a bonus. Uh, Gypsum would give us three bonuses every month. Um, yeah. One for just doing your job, you know, get your deliveries on time, don't have any complaints. Uh, the other one was a fuel bonus, and the last one was a safety bonus. And the safety one was essentially don't get any hard breaks, don't wreck anything. Um, so for those out there, like what's a hard break, um, technically hard break is if you lose seven miles per hour in a second, um, with the way the company had it set up, uh, if you lost 10 miles per hour in a second, uh, that's what would disqualify you from your safety bonus for the month. So, and 10 miles an hour in a second sounds like it would be hard to do. It's not as hard to do as you would think. And uh, you're really in the friggin' brake pedal at that point. Uh, right. But yeah, those systems would never even break hard enough to give you a hard break, even at the seven mile an hour threshold. Um, they, they, I understand why a lot of guys don't like them just based on the idea of them. But uh, yeah, they're not bad. The, the only problem I ever had is when Gibson first got them in the trucks, they didn't have the uh, sensor set right. So every once in a while, you go under an uh, overpass or be going yeah. under uh, you know, signs that are you know like, oh, interstate this way, that way, and all that. And all yeah. of a sudden, it would spike the brakes for a second because yeah. it was picking something up. And that was annoying. But even that wasn't enough to you know give a load shift or you know nothing like that. Because uh, that's the other thing. You know, I, I was running flatbed. So if it's hitting the brakes that hard, uh, you know, I could have had load shifts. You know, again, jackknife would have been least of my worries. Um, never even had load shifts, nothing. Yeah. Now, is gypsum still in business? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. I didn't know. I hadn't seen the, the trucks for a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure uh, how strong they're doing right now. Because just, you know, you figure the last two years, wasn't a whole lot of building going on. And uh, the main stuff they haul is building supplies. So right, uh, right. I'm sure it's going to be picking up for them again here soon. But uh, the last couple of years, I'm sure they're struggling. Yeah, they, they, uh, they used, we used to have a load of gypsum board every now and again. It wasn't real bad, but them son of a guns were heavy. You had to be careful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gypsum, our trucks were supposed to be uh, 28,000 or less with an empty trailer. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we were contracted to haul 52, which always annoyed the crap out of the rest of us drivers because they're like all the people that we're competing with are contracted to haul 50. Yeah. And gypsum would act like they were getting all these super awesome loads because we could haul 52. I'm like, most of the time we're not hauling anywhere close to 52. Most of the loads are 45, 47. Every once in a while you get a 50,000 pound load. Um, very rarely did we get anything that was pushing that 52. Or like it, that extra two thousand pounds is not getting us any extra contracts. Right. Yeah, it's harder on your equipment. It's harder on fuel because you're using more fuel to run it down the road. Mm -hmm. It's just not worth it. We'll haul up to forty-four, maybe forty-five once in a while, but forty-five is the limit. We will not take a load if it's over forty-five. It's too crazy. I had a what stuff that can go wrong. Yep. I had a Freightliner Columbia when I first started at Gypsum. That truck with empty trailer was 27,000. Wow. And they were running 80-gallon tanks on each side. Um, yeah. Freaking. So when I was still training, uh, my buddy and I were over, I think, in Toledo picking up flat steel and... Uh, because when you're first starting flatbed, they want to get you experience with everything that they can. And so they had my buddy training me and we pick up two loads of flat steel over there in Toledo. And um, he's like, I gave you the heavier one. I was like, cool. And then he looks at the bills and I look at mine. I was like, dude, mine says like, this is like 53. He's like, what? I was like, yeah. And we had never scaled my trailer empty before or mm. truck and trailer empty. So we went and scaled it, and I mean, I'm like right at 80. He's like, holy yeah. cow, he's like, your truck's got to be at 27. So we ended up scaling it after that, and it was like dead on 27. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> he's like, good thing yeah, I gave you the 34 one. empty. Yep. Yeah. 34 empty here with us. I got twin 150s on. So I got to watch the weight when things start getting heavy. Yeah. Yeah, playing that f fuel game when when you get that heavy load uh, gets annoying because then you're having to stop more often to get fuel, which is costing you more time. But you can't yeah. fill up because it's going to put you overweight, and then you're doing you know, oh, if I go with just this much, and uh, oh heck, you know, I don't have any scales that should be coming up for this amount of time, so I could probably go a little bit over here. Just that way, I don't yeah. have to stop as often next time. And I hated playing that game. Yeah.
I know, I'm painting that neck. I would just fill up and say, screw it. If I get nailed, then I get nailed, but I'm not going to do that. I knew guys that were filling their tanks a third of the way sometimes. I'm like, that. that's just insane. Yeah. yeah, all that bouncing around you see right now, <laughs> that's from these bridges in Massachusetts. Yahoo. So Rob D says, I was running about 90 with some trucks once heading north from Florida, and they boxed me in from police a few times. The police never bothered them at all. Some truckers are cool if you don't be a prick. Yeah, right in uh, the cradle. G23 brought up that SAF just sued California over gun show bans. Interesting. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so they're getting real active again. I mean, not that they stopped being active, but uh, it seems like they're firing up the uh, lawsuit train again. Yep, so, good. Tara Smith Kitchen says, when empty ABS is very dangerous, it's put me in a slide many times on ice. Oh, yeah. It's the sudden grab, then release when you need light, easy pressure. I've never had oh. auto braking. Um, I have. It's a pain in the neck. G23 said 90% of the loads we ship out are 42K to 44K. Uh, Tara says 32 or 33,200 empty and full of fuel. Yeah. Abby says, I may drive fast, but I never tailgate a truck or emerge in front without at least 100 feet between my car and the truck when I get in the lane. And DM Foss says, if your trailer is overweight, just have a guy with a mustache and a Trans Am run interference. Yeah. <laughs> it works in the movies anyway. <laughs> Cannonball run, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I wish I knew Burt Reynolds. Well, he's dead. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh Rob says, Yeah, there's a difference between driving fast and being a dick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Tara says 4,000 gallons in a 7,000 gallon smoothbore bulk chemical tank. ABS is dangerous enough. I don't want auto anything. Mm. Yeah. And that stuff is. Now, those tankers usually have some baffles in them. They help, but they don't. <laughs> yep. They don't. Uh, they don't alleviate the problem. Now, a milk tanker has no baffles. Yeah, now, if he's halfway or three quarters full and he hits the brakes, he's gonna have that weight coming forward so fast that it slams into him and drives him through an intersection. Yeah, you'll watch them go four or five feet further. Oh yeah, it's always fun. Well, Ozzy says single shot must be getting close to Boston. Oh God, no, I'm no. I'm nowhere near Boston. I'm on I-495. As a matter of fact, I'm uh, not too Going awfully right far from uh, New Hampshire. I've got to stop fuel in New Hampshire when I get there, too, by the way. I always say the fueling in Massachusetts. No. 
It's against oh, the law to fuel on both sides at the same time. You can only fuel on one side at a time. I'm like, yeah. This is yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> Abby says, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If I could afford an F-22, I'd get one. I like going fast. <laughs> And uh, Crabby Turtle says, do truckers discourage tailgating? I like Absolutely. getting back there and saving gas. Yeah, they do. Please don't do that. I had a lady do that in the black minivan one day over in Dayton, Ohio. I had a rear tire on the re on the tandems of the trail of blow. It took the cap, the mud flap, and hanger and put it through her windshield. So please, don't do that. It's officially called drafting. It's very dangerous. Abby says, uh, tailgating 18-wheelers is a dick move. That's a blind spot. Mm-hmm. Ozzy says, doesn't 495 go around Boston? Uh, yeah, it does. It's a big half moon off of 95. If you're coming up from the Cape, you can pick up 495. It goes out around Boston and all that mess. I prefer not to go down there. I don't blame you a bit. So we've got about almost 45 minutes left to go. In the chat, we still got 27 people out there. And uh, thanks to everybody who's still out there watching. Uh, Sergeant Joe Smith is out there. And he says, don't draft semis. Well, too long. Bump and run instead. <laughs> Warsaw says, I saw one trucker blew out a tire and his whole trailer swayed into the opposite lane and hit a concrete cement truck. I'm not surprised. Probably lost a steer on that. Especially with these super singles that they've got now. Abigail says, drafting is for NASCAR. Don't do it on the road with people who don't want you riding their ass, especially not a trucker that can't even see you. If the Absolutely. truck crashes, you die. Yep. Uh, Rob says, I normally don't worry about people behind me. I can't control what they do, so don't see the point unless it's winter and I'm stopped on a hill. Yeah. Uh, Tara says, most, most bulk single compartment chemical tanks have no baffles. Same reason as milk trucks cleaning. But we have the risk of reaction of chemicals. None of our trailers have a baffle. I wish they did. Wow. Uh, G23 says, riding close to a semi can cause a trailer to not track the truck safely. Tara says, it's a, Tara says, it's a sledgehammer hitting me in the back. Hmm. DM Foss says, I was next to a trailer when a tire blew. Scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> Jeez. That's right. It will do that. You figure you've got about 35 PSI in your pasture vehicle. 
uh, tires. We run 105 to 110 PSI in these truck tires. Uh, yeah, it's a big bang. Warsaw Patriot says, you think trucks are dangerous? Try getting T-boned by an oncoming train. Trains weigh heavier than an 18-wheeler semi. Got that right. I've seen the aftermath of an accident like that. It's not pretty. Now, Abby, she says, I drive a Condé nice car. I don't want Bella getting banged up because some retard got their license out of a Cracker Jack box. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We got some uh, <coughs> animated discussion going on today. That's for sure. Uh -huh. But we've almost got... We've almost got the morning figured out. Uh, 1221 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're still going. So 30 people out there in the YouTube chat. Wow. Uh, Rob D says, I'm running my truck tires at 90 PSI. I could go more, but it gets driving rough at times. Yeah. And Warsaw says, single shot, would you ever drive a diesel locomotive on a railroad? Well, you know, I've always had an interest in that since I was a kid. I was wondering what it would be like to. He says, I test drove one, and it's no. not that easy. Hmm. A good friend of mine lived down in Texas. She used to do a lot of the engine rebuilds on those. It would be kind of fun to try just one time. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know if I'm up to it or not. Abby says, Dad had a CDL. He's dealt with some idiot drivers. Mm. I've had plenty of friends who used to drive trucks and have told me some horror stories. So it's not for everybody. It seems like it'd no. be an easy enough job to do, but it's often not. No, it's not. The old saying goes, you got to drive the people's vehicles around you first, and then you drive yours. Yeah. Agorizer is out there just swinging by to drop a thumbs up, trying to get outside stuff done while we got decent weather. Cluck on. Thank you, Agorizer. Appreciate the thumbs up. So, fun fact for the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Association, which is, you know, the government agency that governs everything that happens with truck drivers and doesn't know a thing about truck driving, but, uh, 85% of the time, when there's an accident that involves a tractor trailer and a regular car, 85% of the time, the car is at fault. That's why I have a dash cam. How much video would you like to see of that to prove that point? I'm up in the terabyte region of storage now.
So Rob D says, after putting 10 ply tires on my work truck, I'd never get anything less. It's worth the money not to get flats all the time or bad sidewalls from heavy loads. Yeah. Tara says, when I did rail work, I had high rails and have drove dump trucks on the tracks many times, usually rocking track. Was on a bridge and switch crew. Uh, Warsaw says, it's not the train driving that's hard. It's knowing the laws and markers on the railroad, especially the Y crossings. The top yeah. light means the left lane. The bottom light is your lane. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Abby says, I'll be getting a dash cam soon. G23 says, I'm going to buy a DJI dash camera. They're worth their weight in gold, I'll tell you. That's one thing I do not have right now. So if you two gentlemen have a quick story or something you could share or something you want to discuss, I've got to step away for just a second. I'll be right back. All righty. So single shot, you mentioned super singles earlier. You ever get to run those? What's that now? You mentioned super singles just a few minutes ago. You ever get to run them? No, no. I know companies uh, that have. And they they do save, I guess it's about 200 pounds an axle for, you know, for running them. But Something like them that. Things are, those things are un godly expensive if you blow a tire you're on the side yeah. of the road that's it you're done yeah uh, five grand six six grand if you uh blow a tire because you got to replace the rim and the tire uh, not every time um no not every time i was, I was crap whoops Got uh, a little bit of feedback there for some reason. There we go. Can oh, you hear me now? Yeah. All right. So, Almost yeah. I was got running, you, New Hampshire. I was running across 70, um, right outside Hagerstown, Maryland, going through some construction. And yeah. all of a sudden, truck jerks right. And, of course, I'm in construction. There's nowhere to go, especially to the right, yeah. because they can do that all shut down there it's all coned off and i'm like what's the frick i thought because with the way they had the road i thought i had just gone off the edge of the road a little bit which would normally be another lane but and i look in my mirror to see what the heck's going on because the the truck keeps pulling and i look in the mirror and i got smoke just going up everywhere it's like frick Mm -hmm. so i go i don't even know how much further it was it wasn't very much further find a spot where I can get off the road and uh, get out and look. And it looked like somebody took a razor blade and just went around the entire sidewall of the tire and mm. cut it. And not like uh, around it, but in vertical lines going from the tread down to the center of the tire. Huh. Never seen anything like that ever. Um friggin to this day i don't know what the heck happened uh so gypsum gets i think they ended up calling the ta down that way 
to come and change the tire. And the guy gets there and he's like, oh, thank God. I was like, what? He's like, you saved the rim. I was like, darn right I saved the rim. I was like, <laughs> dinging for this tire as it is. Because yeah. um, on top of the monthly bonuses, we got a one-year bonus every year. And then, yeah. like, you got it consecutively, you get one at, uh, bonus on top of that bonus at three years and another one at five, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, you know, I'm going to have to fight with them because they're going to say that I did something to this tire. And the guy's looking at it, he's like, I don't know what the frick happened to this tire in the first place. He's like, there's nothing that you did. I was like, yeah, thanks. Let them know that. Um, it doesn't help. There's only 8,000 miles on that tire. I'm back, uh, by the way. All right. Yeah, I just got in the truck. Uh, had 56 miles on it. And oh, when the tire let loose, it was at 8,000 and like 60. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you had to do something. These just don't let loose it, you know, with only 8,000 miles on them. It's like, <laughs> again, I didn't do a freaking thing. Yeah. And it took about a month of arguing, but. They're like, yeah, you can do anything. It's like, exactly. Yeah. So uh, Warsaw says, if you're driving a train, always stop if somebody's vehicle is stuck on a road rail crossing. Now, if you see a cow or an animal on a railroad, don't stop, drive through it. Stopping just for an animal is dangerous, especially last minute. Said the freight cars pile up behind you because of the different weight behind the engine. That's why derailments happen. Different mm. weights. Okay. I never thought about that, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. And Rob D says, I got a cheap dash cam from Ollie's after someone tried to scam me. You can get decent ones for 150 to 200 but do your research. Wow. The cheap one is junk, but it does do what it's meant to. Yeah. One I got right now is about $200, Cobra. And uh, it does pretty well. He says he paid 30 bucks for his. Wow. Yeah. Uh... Sam says, Gizzard Gary must be in a hell of a rush. I'm sure if you bet your ass on that, boy. <laughs> uh, Abby says, let the cow on and take it home. They make okay pets. <laughs> <laughs> Freezer uh, meat, what you can salvage of it. DM <laughs> Foss says, every time I think about getting a dash cam, I remember it would record my driving. I don't want records of that. <laughs> <laughs> And they got the negatives, but they've also got the positives. That's true. Over the years, the different ones I've had saved my bacon at least three times. If you're speeding, they might tell on you. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, Warsaw says, anybody want crushed railroad steak, Gary? I'll cook him up on a railroad tie. I'll oh, pass gee. on that. <laughs> I'll pass on that. <laughs> Rob says, you can get ones that don't use a cloud storage system and GPS. Uh, G23 says, be safe, y'all on the road again. 
Oh, yeah. We want everybody to stay safe out there. We're in the last half hour, folks. So if you got something yeah. to say or something to ask about, uh, get him out there. Sam says, "Got a man got to love Smokey and the Bandit, 1977. I just saw... I just saw when I was down in Houston, I got to see the 45th anniversary showing of that at the theater. That was fun. Hadn't seen it in years. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Cannonball Run is another one. Abby said, I just don't want it to record sound. All it'll hear is death metal and me getting road rage. Yeah, you don't want them to record sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine... Uh... Mine's got quite a lot of language that uh, should not be put over over this for sure. <laughs> and if you if you're hearing purring in the background, yes, that is my buddy George, who's decided to get up Man, in my lounge. He has woken up <laughs> and uh, decided to come say hi. So uh, go ahead and show everybody. There's Georgie. Up Ain't here in my lap, woke up from his nap. So, Ain't good boy, <laughs> just a baby. I'm just a yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he woke up on the come see what daddy's doing. <laughs> don't not, don't bite my headphones now. Uh, Krabby Turtle says, going from nap to nap. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, Abby says, all you'll hear is Cannibal Corpse and me trying my best Shorzy impression. Whatever that is. <laughs> You're out of my league with that stuff, I guess. Will you hold still? The people don't want to see that. Keep that down off the camera. <laughs> Silly boy. Did we just see George's balls? Yeah, I don't think so. He hasn't had those for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Probably the exit end, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I'm trying to keep that covered up as much as possible. Nobody wants to see that. Trust me on this. Anyway, I'll turn my camera off. I don't normally run my camera on the morning show, so. Anyway. Well, here we go. Ah, Massachusetts ski jump. Uh, Rob D says, video can be a pain, too. Every time a junkie does something in the neighborhood, the police ask if I've got video. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, I hope I hope everybody's got a fun Sunday lined up. Uh, so Abby says, Shorzy is a character from Letterkenny. I've said some interesting things about what may or may not have happened between me and their moms. <laughs> okay. 
Sam says, need to get Rob out of New York stat. Yeah, probably ought to. We just got John Z. We're getting John Z out of there as quickly as we can. So, uh, hmm. the only part about New York is the western side of the state. I think it's a pretty area all through there. Yeah, what little I remember. What little I remember of it was when we drove up to uh, to Niagara Falls several years ago. Mm. That's a nice, nice ride out through there. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It's the only time I've ever driven in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, Rob says yes, I agree. Just need to hit the lottery first. Well, I thought you said if you won the lottery, you'd still keep working. Well, we'll see. Uh, Sam says, yep, John Z, too. I haven't seen him on in a minute. He was on here earlier, not as John Z. He's on as New Jersey Outcast. He got all them outcasts. We need to, <laughs> we need to get them out to free America. Then they don't have to be outcast anymore, see? There you go. Uh, Rob says I'd work, but definitely move. Oh, okay. You'd work somewhere else. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Definitely get you to some safer part of the country for sure. Uh, Joe Smith says I offered Rob a job here, but he said he's making bank there. Well, that's true. Rob says, I'm tired of all the junkies, taxes, and BS. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's no fun. That's for sure. That is understandable. Abby says, y'all can take my place in Florida because I'm moving to Minnesota with my fiance. Boy, you're going from hot to cold. Hope you got yeah. jackets yep. and stuff like that. Hope you don't don't mind cold weather because you're gonna have plenty of that. You might see some snow. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, stuff you probably don't see in Jacksonville. Sam says, Oh, okay, LOL. I wondered if at first New Jersey outcast was a relative of Rob's LOL. As far as I know, those two aren't related. Uh Abby says, I prefer cold weather. I can always put on more layers. That's true. True. I like cold up to a point. I don't like freezing my tail off, but I love fall weather when it starts cooling down a little bit around here. Then that and uh, that in the spring. Uh, Rob says, TOC, the outclass. The outcast clan is taking over the Travi soon. <laughs> yeah, between all the outcast, all the Travi, and all the mics out there, we definitely got some clans going on. Uh, Sergeant Joe Smith says, yeah, I'd rather be in Iowa in winter than Arkansas in summer. I think it's pretty hot down there. Now, DM Fonts, he says... Florida has lots of snow, 
It comes in from Colombia. That's a <laughs> different kind of snow we're talking about there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but he does have a point. He does. <laughs> yeah, and no amount of jackets is going to protect you from that kind of snow. Nope. Uh, Abby says, I don't mind hot weather, but I can only take off close to a certain point before I get arrested. Yeah, I was thinking that just a minute ago. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> says, our snow comes in little bags or bricks. Yep, you got that <laughs> right. Uh, Sam says only one Sam and only one anarchy so far. Oh, that's true. And there's only one gizzard out there that I know of and not a whole lot of Gary's. I only know of one other so far. That would be Ohio 45 ACP. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Joe Smith says, Abby, come to Arkansas. No one cares. Uh, Abby says, I've already appropriated my fiance's hoodie. I'll be fine. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not able to click on a lot out there in the chat because George keeps shifting around and holding my arm down to where I can't reach keyboard. So... Uh, <laughs> I'm not neglecting highlighting comments. I'm just not able to a whole lot right at the moment because he's decided that he wants to be in my lap and you're going to hold me. Yep. So uh, I can tell him no and put him down and he'll jump right back up here and then I'll probably get scratched in the interim. So uh, sometimes you just have to mind the power that is George. And uh, yeah. let him have his way. Uh, Sam of Anarchy 92 says, We have two sergeants, Sergeant C4 Defense and Sergeant Joe Smith. Don't forget Senior Master Sergeant Bulldog. Uh, there you go. Who's in here sometimes. I haven't seen him today. Uh, Joe says, yeah, C4 is real cool. Yep, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, good guy. Uh, good guy. Rob says, I haven't worked for someone else in a long time, Sergeant Smith. That'd be a big risk for me. Yeah, if you're not used to working for somebody, it it's definitely a change of pace. To be sure. Sam says, oh yeah, Sergeant Bulldog almost forgot him. But yeah, all good people. I I really enjoy the different people who come in these chats and I've gotten to know over the years. Feel like I'm getting to know people all over the country. And it's kind of an eye opener for me because I don't get to where a lot of these people live. So I live vicariously through you folks and find out what it's like living in different parts of the country. Uh, let's see. Joe says, "We sir, New York Outcast. We will give you a franchise for free to run. Still work for yourself. 
Warsaw says, Gizzard Gary, wasn't the railroad even armed? I know they had railroad police. Don't know if they still have them today. I don't know. Who is it that works for the railroad? Misha. I believe Misha works for the railroad. He can tell you. Uh, Abby says, we're going to Minnesota because my fiancé got a job offer and is going to make be making better money out there. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's a good reason to do that. Money's always a good reason. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know a lot about Minnesota. I don't Pretty know state. what their laws are like there or anything. I don't know that we have. There's not a whole lot of YouTubers from Minnesota that I run across on YouTube. I suppose they're out there. I just haven't ran into that many that I can recall. Wisconsin, Illinois, you know, lots from Michigan. There's not a lot from Minnesota that get on here. Hey, if you know anybody from Minnesota, tell them to get on here and come talk to us and tell us about life in Minnesota. I do not know anybody in Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, Sergeant yeah, Joe Smith you, says, you I've been to Minneapolis a couple times. Worst drivers I ever seen. Hmm. <laughs> wow. You gotta, you gotta say the name of the state, the state though, like this. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Hebby says, cost of living is not bad. We're not moving to Minneapolis though. We're going to be outside of Minneapolis. Okay. And it looks like Guns and Barbecue had to hop off again. Yeah, I just hey, he's back. to New Hampshire. He's back. Uh, Rob says, I try to avoid the handyman jobs. Fixing mistakes gets old, and I tend to be nice, too nice to some customers. <laughs> so now we've got out there in the chat, Sam was Conformity 22. Wow. Huh. So we've got Sam of Anarchy, and now we have Sam of Conformity <clears throat> with a tofu avatar. We've got a chameleon out there that keeps changing his channel name. I'll bet you that's the same person who was Gizzard Gary made me fat earlier. <laughs> I could be wrong. Um. Warsaw says, I've met some rude customers. Uh, Sergeant Joe says, Rob is a really nice guy. Yes, he is. Uh, Abby says, my fiancé is a CNA. Huh. Uh, Zama Vanarchy says, interesting, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's see. Same of conformity for some reason. I'm going to have to find out who this is. Strangely enough, I'm subscribed to Same of Conformity 92's channel. I wonder who that is. They've got a video up. Huh. Have to check that out and see who they are. 
Following the rules is cool, says Sam of Conformity. Uh, Abby says, going to be the first time living in a house with a basement. And then Abby says, reject government, embrace cat girls. <laughs> All righty. Uh, I've lived in a house with a basement. It's okay if you don't own it. Uh, I would never own a house with a basement again. They seem like they're a great idea until it rains. Yeah. Every, everybody I know who has a basement has had to deal with water issues at some time or another. They can be a pain and they can be outright expensive. Uh -huh. I'd rather have a house with a good solid foundation under it. Uh, so Sergeant Joe says... I'm collecting autographed photos from anyone on YouTube to add to my collection. Don't care how many subs, email me if you want to send me one. Well, it's the first time anybody's ever asked me for an autographed photo. <coughs> Interesting. Now, Sergeant Joe said we had a basement in Iowa and never had issues. Abby says, if it's not too expensive, the basement will become my reloading slash dry fire room. Uh-huh. Hmm. We have a rarity on the channel here, Gary. A lady shooter. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. I think there ought to be more of that. Yes, sir. In fact, a couple weeks ago when I went to the range and then I met my friends at the restaurant, one of my work buddies stopped me and he says, I may be getting with you in a couple weeks. And he said, and I said, oh, yeah. He says, yeah. He said, my wife is interested in uh, getting a carry pistol and she can't decide which one she wants to go with and he told me a couple of the things she was looking at like the p365 and possibly a 380 i said well my advice would be to shoot the different ones if you can rent them at the range and figure out what it is she likes i said as far as buying one goes i said have her have her get with me I said, I'd be more than happy to go over some things with her. If if I've got a gun or two she wants to shoot, uh, let me know. I'll take her to the range. She lives nearby here. I said, I'll be glad to take her and both of you to the range with me. And there we can go. go shoot some of the things that I have if she wants to try yeah. some things out. So I'd be more than happy to do that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, back to the chat. Rob says, I deal with a lot of old people trying to stay in their homes, and honestly, it's sad to see how bad families really are nowadays. It's hard not to do more than I should at times. Ozzy says, I have a basement. Not worth the trouble. Abby says, single shot. I'm a freelance armorer, and I build rifles. Ah. Wow. Okay. There you go. 
Uh, Sam says, Gizzard, Gary, I always recommend a Glock 19 and a 26 Gen 3. Sam says, Smith and Wesson aren't too bad either. Abby said, when she said earlier about if it's not too expensive, the basement will be my reloading dry fire room. She said, I meant to say humid, not not expensive. I'm watching this and texting my fiance at the same time. <laughs> that makes sense. And single yeah. shot looks like he's having trouble moving again. Again. Get a dehumidifier down for down there. I've got to get one myself. Yeah, it'd be a great idea. Uh, Sergeant Joe said our Iowa basement had a pool table, a fireplace, was finished and carpeted, full bathroom, was Dad's wow. bathroom. Second living room, I used to sleep in it in the summer because it was cooler and less humidity. Yep. DM Foss says I am a freelance lazy person. I'll be lazy for anyone who wants to pay me. Hey, if you can, <laughs> if you can make money at that gig, let me know because I'd be interested in trying that myself. That sounds like a winner. I don't know if it pays real well though. Holy crap! I bet I got a mile and a half traffic behind me. Well, you're, Christmas. you're just getting nowhere fast. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to make very good time today. Uh, I was scooting right along there pretty good, but uh, the thing is, I've only got oh, probably four miles, and I jump off the interstate here and go get some fuel. <laughs> So Rob's talking about DM Foss says he'll also eat all your cheese. That's probably true. <laughs> Abby says, I need to get clients when I move. In the meantime, I'll find a regular job that the government knows about. Ah, <laughs> <There you> <laughs> uh, Sergeant Joe says, DM Foss, don't come to Arkansas. You'll have lots of competition here for the I guess for the freelance lazy person position. Uh, Baron says, Gizzard Gary, I was just joking last night. I understand. Uh, and he says, hey, everyone. Hey, Baron. Glad to have Howdy. you here, by the way. Uh, Sam says, ooh, all the Ford pickups. <laughs> uh, Sam says, hello, Baron and Joe. Tara says, finally in my truck. It's finally fixed. Now to put all my stuff back where it goes. I need oh, ideas God. for my 100th video. Should I just do a regular one or a live? Or dunno? I don't know. I bet you give away a bunch of money. Uh, that'd be a great idea. <laughs> or you could give away some food. I'd be up for that, too. Uh <clears throat> I'm not real sure. If you subscribe to Tara's channel, uh, let her know what you think. Ozzy says, when I retire, I'll be selling my house, looking at getting one of those tiny houses and setting it up in southwest Missouri. 
DM Foss says mm. kitchen strip tease. Wow. Uh, Sergeant Joe <laughs> says give away a Lambo for your 100th. Wow. Everybody, everybody thinks we're all rich. Yeah, really. Looks like single shots moving a little bit at least. He's in a slow lane though. I'm in the left lane, believe it or not. That's legal in in uh, New Hampshire. These left two lanes are for the easy pass system. The thing uh -huh. is, it slows everybody down. People will get into those right two lanes that set up for cash. And they, oh my God, I'm in the wrong lane. Zip right over in front of somebody and everybody behind them's got to slow down because they got to hit the brakes. Just like I am now. Rob D says she gives away the ability to learn how to cook. Isn't that enough? I do like channels where you can learn interesting things. Uh, like cooking. A lot of people, mm. there's things, there's a lot of things I don't know how to cook. Got a super chat out there from J Monty1738, $2 super chat. He says, Double G, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. DM Foss says, Gizzard Gary, aren't you rolling in that YouTube's money? Uh, not exactly. Uh, Sergeant Joe says, give away a Lambo and you'll have a million subs fast. Yeah, and a million dollars in debt, too. Uh, <laughs> Abby says, I'm actually really good at cooking. Well, that's great. I, I can get by. Uh, yeah, there's some things here. I don't know how to cook, but I can definitely cook. I'm just too lazy to go to the store and buy things to cook. But <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I can definitely cook. Sergeant Joe says, I went to school in Iowa. We learned how to cook in school in the sixth grade. Uh, Rob D says, depending who asks, I normally say I can't cook. I've uh, gotten better over the last few years at it. Tara says, yes, the zero dollars I've made off YouTube and the five dollars and one cent I've made on Rumble is going to pay for a car. But I do have a Patreon. If you can put enough money in there that after taxes, I can buy one. Sure. <laughs> Abby says, I'll have to fry some gator tail for my fiance. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds interesting. In the meanwhile, we are coming up to the one minute left on the program. So let's give everybody a chance in the panel to promote what you got coming up. So let's start with single shot. What have you got coming up, sir? What do you want to uh, plug before we get off here today? Well, I got a few few plans, whether or not I'll have a chance to get to them, actually. Uh, that's another situation by itself. Tara, I've uh, picked up a few uh, hints from you there, so I appreciate your channel there on Rumble. Yeah, you can check my uh, channel out on Rumble as well. It goes under Daywolf. I have an Instagram now at Scarred Warrior 1956. 
So if you care to, uh, you can swing by there as well. I uh, hope everybody has a great afternoon. I'm about two or three minutes from fueling here, so good timing. Thanks for the invite, Gary. I really appreciate it. It's a good bunch you, on here, and I appreciate talking with everybody. You bet. Thanks for all the entertainment for pretty much the entire show, so appreciate it. Uh, yes, sir. Real quick, uh, New Jersey Outcast says, uh, gourmet cooking equals grilling. Nothing beats it. Two live moves out there and says, thanks for the entertainment. Single shot, guns and barbecue, and Gizzard Gary listened in while choring. Uh, Rob D says, have a great day, everyone. And Abby says, 1956, you're three years younger than my dad. Hipparka <laughs> says, thanks, everybody. So let's give single shot. A chance to uh, plug whatever he wants to. What have you got coming up? Single shot. Or not single shot. How about Guns and Barbecue? Uh, I'm, Guns I'm and Barbecue. <laughs> Guns and Barbecue, what have you That's got? That's all right. <laughs> um, well, at the moment, uh, just the typical shows that happen during the week, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, unless I can actually – get the stuff that I want to get accomplished today, which will include recording some new videos. So um, don't know if that's going to happen or not though, but fingers crossed that you get the other things done so I can, like I said, record some videos and have something to drop tomorrow. And uh, then on Friday as well, because that seems to be the days that I've chosen to put videos out would be Monday and Friday. So um, thanks for the invite gizzard. Always a good time. Uh, and reminder to everybody, uh, you know, go over to Gizzard's uh, Patreon thing. Uh, apparently, I too am tired because I couldn't think of what heck Patreon was. Um, but uh, you know, he brings us six hours of content every week. Gives away a bunch of stuff every week. Uh, granted, I mean, he's got to do some arm raking at Shot Show to do that. But hey, it costs money to go to Shot Show, and believe it or not, Gizzard's got to do a lot of working out of those uh, biceps and triceps to do that uh, awesome arm raking. So uh, the gym membership, stuff like that, it, none of that stuff's free. So uh, maybe check out Gizzard Gary's uh, Patreon. I appreciate it, sir. All right. Uh, don't forget uh, Foul Territory every Friday at 9 p.m. Central on this channel. And uh, once again, next week, we will have the early bird chat. That's Sunday at 9 a.m. Central, running for four hours. Uh, Tara wants to know who won the giveaway. Uh, Abby Finnegan won the giveaway this week. So uh, congratulations to Abby. So thanks to everybody who watched today out on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch. And thanks to everybody who listens to this podcast coming up on your favorite podcast application. Uh, thanks to everybody who was on the panel today and made it a great show. And thanks to everybody out there in the comments for helping to keep us entertained and keeping the conversation going. That's what this show is all about, a Sunday morning conversation between us panelists and the people out there in the text chat. It's a lot of fun. I hope you can make it next time. So, Anyway, on behalf of my panel, this is Gizzard Gary, and I leave you with this. If anyone tries to infringe 
on your right to keep and bear arms. Give them the bird. This is Gizzard Gary, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Early Bird Chat is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and later released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, please visit our website at gizzardgary.com.